The Reaper, the Maelstrom, and the Thief is a Dungeons and Dragons show by Rollcast, intended for mature audiences. It contains mature themes, strong language, violence, and drug references. Full content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, and welcome back to Rollcast. I'm Tom, the DM, and with me, as usual, we have our very, very stealthy gnome Deeks, portrayed by JB. Good evening. Or morning. Good day. Or good release day. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. We'll go with that. We have our sole survivor, Racked with PTSD, our Dragonborn cleric, Gregor. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Very convincing. Mm. And, of course, our very normal human and apparently saviour of Salt Harbour once upon a time, well, Hello. I did say. <laughs> Our very own Ezidor. Hello. <laughs> so, guys, as per usual, I do have a question for you. And it's kind of based upon what happened the last time we saw you all. Uh, we'll get onto that in the catch-up. But uh, after the events that Gregor caused, I'd like to know one of your mistakes in the past. It doesn't have to be anything earth-shattering. It can be, but it could be something tiny and inconsequential, something amusing or something that's kind of shaped you as a being. So let's start with you, Dix. Mistakes. Mm. Dix doesn't have any mistakes. Mm. Doesn't have any mistakes at all. No, he doesn't. Doesn't he? Uh, no, nothing he's done is 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 ever been in regret. He doesn't. F- he doesn't feel like he's made any mistakes at all. The only so, mistake I can think of would be probably the fact that he was born in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> this took a very different turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the only thing I can think of. First, he comes off against arrogant. And now he wishes he was never been born. I, I wouldn't say he's arrogant. Does I think he's does, just a little bit pompous, isn't he? He's just a little bit. Does Deeks need help? Shooter, do we need to? Do we need to put a warning at the beginning no, of this no, episode? No, 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 I don't. No, I don't think he needs any help. He's just uh, he is the way he is now. He's he's old, isn't he? You know, he's he's lived he's lived quite a long time. He's, uh huh? to not have any. <laughs> Not have any regrets or feel he's ever made a mistake at this age, I don't think he's ever going to change. Okay, a very quick follow-up question then. Was being caught by the Childrift not a mistake? Um, <laughs> it wasn't How a, a mistake on on his part. How about being very unstealth to to catch him? Because now look at where he he believes that everything that happens is is for a reason. Okay. So therefore, there are no mistakes because everything plans out. Don't forget, he is um, he's a nocturnalist, so he's quite religious in the fact that things happen for a reason um, and let things portray themselves out. The way they're meant to be, and being caught by the Jolrith is is now with this 
group of people that mm-hmm. he was following for so long. All the way, it may, it may not have been with this party at all if that didn't happen. That's a fair point. I'm going to remember this response, though, for... Uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to remember this response for future episodes uh, after Deeks has got a few more adventures under his belt and uh, see if you've changed your mind. See if there's any mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's anything yeah. to do with the rest of these guys, it probably will be, won't it? Well, it was a well, mistake yeah. to join these people and then do a flashback. He doesn't believe in any mistakes. Oh, yeah. Cause <laughs> Just like four episodes from now. <laughs> <laughs> All we'll right, see. well. We'll just have to see. Well. Gregor, how about you? I'm fairly sure you must have a myriad of mistakes. Oh, yes, I believe, yes. I think the first mistake, I think, was joining King Titan in his war. I I think that's where it all went to hell for me. I mean, war is never a simple thing. I mean, you do things, you follow orders, and you end up killing a complete village of gnomes. (laughs) that point yeah i mean that sort of stuff sticks there's with you. dick's first mistake <laughs> <laughs> just dick's just pairing up with mm-hmm. this one <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe yes, one i'm mistake. feeling something <laughs> i'm but yes i'm not even surprised at this one actually to be fair that's fair i yeah that's he's right. done some mistakes, but yeah, he's trying to learn from from him. And like you say, it was war back then. It's, it was all that I was bred to do at that point, being raised in the Church of Talos. Um, but I've learned from my mistakes, and I'm trying to do better as a dragonborn. Yeah, that's fair enough. Don't be defined by your mistakes. Be better because of them. Of that's course, fair. of course. I don't think everyone will agree with that, though. But No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> it's a no from me. And then finally, Esador. How about you? Any mistakes on your end? <laughs> well, many years I can recount to say mistakes and wins. I suppose the big one, the elephant in the room, as it were, would be my trip to the Beyond the Veil, I would say. Left me with the the tiny problem known as Jax. Uh-huh. Uh, that would be a mistake because I don't know. I believe I could have become quite powerful or being as well educated as I am and being a, such a worldly man, I would have been able to become powerful in other means rather than have this symbiont of a relationship. But it is what it is and I live with it. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is fair enough. I mean, I think it's fair to say Jack has probably got you out of a couple of tight spots in the past. Indeed, indeed, yes. He is handy. He has done some mighty things, and as if he kept in check, he can be an asset. Indeed. It's just, I don't know, I feel without that, I feel I could have developed in other ways that may have been a little bit less um, precarious. That's fair. That's fair. I like that. You know, I like that a lot. You know, guys, I'm actually kind of surprised. This might be the first time I've asked you some questions and we've not derailed massively. So I'm not going to chance this any further. We're going to roll the titles, like, right now.
Okay guys, so the last time we saw you, you had finally finished your expedition and you had appeared on the outskirts of Salt Harbour. Um, unfortunately for you, Deeks and Ezidor, as Amrius tried to sign everyone in, you were not signed in already, you hadn't been registered because you guys were pretty much tagalongs on the expedition itself, having been found in the temple. As a result, Amrius informed the two of you that you would have to register, which theoretically should have been a very easy feat. As you two approached the guard and started conversing with him, Amrius took Gregor away to the side to have a very quick discussion. So Amrius took you, Gregor, to the side and he started discussing basically about how the guards would almost certainly want to question you about the the night of the arena fire, um, the night of your championship fight, mainly because you and the now departed Ivor had mentioned to Crumb of all people that if any information was needed, the two of you would be more than happy to provide it to them. Amrius also asked if you actually had any inside knowledge of what had happened being so close to the events. You told him that you might have a bit of information, but you didn't really feel comfortable discussing it there and then out in the open, and that you would happily Ooh. talk to him about it in the Wasn't tavern. Wasn't that because of uh, Cyric? Because I think he wanted to know more about the plinths as well. Yes, I was about to go on to that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, had, I didn't mean to cut in. Sorry. You, Sorry you, no, DM. it's fine. I, I am the DM. Um, <laughs> continuing on from the conversation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I am. I'm just full of myself this session. I've been playing God of War Ragnarok for the past three or four hours. Christ, you better you better hope you don't find a barbarian character because they'll just all be calling you boy the entire <laughs> boy. time. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so Amrius continued the conversation with you, leading on to the fact that he had kind of deduced that you hadn't just stumbled upon him and um, his son by chance. You must have been informed that they were going on an expedition to the Temple of Merkel. You informed him that that was indeed Crum, and Arja, being a bit disbelieving that Crum of all people could mastermind such an operation, again asked if there was someone higher up than Crum. You you acquiesced. Spoken under my mic. That's fine. You acquiesced to this um, and said that you would try and set up a meeting between Crum and um, Amrius, and that during this meeting with the two, if Amrius wished to help out more, then Crum could almost certainly put him in contact with the mastermind of the entire operation. Of course, is Bala, although Amrius does not know this as yet. As this was happening, Deeks, you and Ezador had approached the guard at the city gates. Deeks, you had a very easy time getting in, bonding with this guard over apparent wordplay, um, the guard only really wanting the briefest of information from you and even waiving the collateral fee. However, as you entered into the town, Ezador, you did not quite have the same look. Shock. Giving some <laughs> slightly suspicious answers at times including not really remembering your last name. But that was he, he was fine to let that pass. Um, however, he did require collateral from you, and he took quite a nice shine to your stone. Obviously, the stone being of the utmost importance to you because of Jack, you refused to give it up. So the guard told you to essentially take a walk around the block, go up to the windmill, clear your head a little bit. So you and Deeks did so, 
And as you did, and as you approached the windmill, you conversed once more with Cyric, who informed you that he had finally managed to craft your power for you. Essentially, you would have a bit of a boost to your charisma. You find it a little bit easier to convince people in general. But the main brunt of your power would be that for three times each day, you would be able to essentially talk to someone new. Well, someone that you knew but hadn't tried this on previously. And if you were successful utilising this power, you would find it a lot easier to convince them to do anything. Anything at all. However, if you failed, you would find it incredibly difficult to get them to do even the simplest of requests for you. You were pretty much overjoyed at this, to be fair. However, Deeks, you were not. You were very suspicious of Cyric's motives, and you essentially deigned Ezidor to be a bit of a fool for taking such power without question. Once Cyric disappeared and you all, you both returned essentially to Salt Harbor, um, you kind of got into a small little debate as to whether or not Ezidor should enter the city. However, you Deeks didn't quite realize that Ezidor was agreeing with you at every turn here, believing that Jack was too much of a danger to possibly be let out in Salt Harbor. After realizing though that Ezidor was actually agreeing with you, you you gave him your hat as a sign of goodwill um, and to keep you warm whilst he in turn gave you his billowing cloak, uh, an article which you immediately equipped. Um, and you also promised to obviously give him food, give him water, make sure that his needs are attended to until Ezidor could find this supposed area in the in the harbour itself where the new mine crystal wouldn't affect him anymore. So with Ezidor waiting on the outside, Deeks, you returned back to Salt Harbour and caught up with Amrius and Gregor who had been waiting for you. At this, Amrius told um, Ebchar and the rest of the group to essentially just meet up with F1 again in the Baneful Squid that evening, where you would essentially have a debriefing of the expedition. You'd talk about what went right, what went wrong, all of that kind of stuff, as well as, of course, your pay. However, Amrius realised that Ezidor was no longer with you, and after your explanation, Deeks, as to Ezidor staying outside, Amrius produced a cracked crystal. It was the same crystal, the same black new mine crystal that Ragnarok had had when he perished. However, due to the injuries sustained um, when he perished, the black new mine crystal had a large crack in it. So rather than having an infinite supply of magic, it would need to be recharged every day for quite some time. Gregor, you wishing to help out the situation, mm -hmm. you tried to mend this black new mine crystal and as the three of you huddled in the entranceway, well, on the walkway from the entrance to the inner area of Salt Harbour, <laughs> you slammed your hand down, you rolled a natural one, and unfortunately... I didn't roll it. Did I roll a natural yes. one? No, no, I, I, rolled an, I rolled a d20 to see what the effect would uh, be. Yeah, I thought it was yep. No. So his mending ability pretty much just works, but because the nature of the new mine crystal because of the nature of salt harbor itself i had to mm. roll to see if it would work and if it didn't, it didn't what would happen and unfortunately yeah a natural one was rolled and things happened a lot of things happened there were numerous buffs and debuffs to your strength and to your intelligence your eyes glowed red you disappeared and reappeared in cyric's realm for a couple of seconds and then when you 
finally reappeared. You found that you couldn't move or speak. Back outside, Ezidor, you had witnessed this large fireball engulf the entrance to Salt Harbor, and word for your friends, you rushed in. Quite obviously, there was a lot of panic on the streets as people dashed by. You tried to get one person who just screamed at you essentially and ran away. And the second person finally gave you a bit of information. This character called um, Ahab informed you that essentially three devils had entered into the city and set about conspiring to end Salt Harbour, slamming into a crystal and causing a mass explosion uh, into which there was now a crater. Apparently this Ahab character informed you that he had stopped the wanton destruction. Whether or not this is a lie or not, you could not quite deduce yourself. However, he you may did be fibbing, says I. He might be fibbing, or he might be incredibly powerful. However, you realise that in the centre of this crater were three barrels. Unbeknownst to you at that very specific point in time, they were um, they were Amrius, Gregor, and Deeks. However, having not quite tweaked in your mind that the uh, perpetrators of this explosion were those three, you, you pointed this out to um, old Ahab. Nahab set about smashing the barrels up. However, before he could get there, it finally kind of connected in your mind, and you tried to prevent him from doing so. Fortunately, though, before he could actually deliver any damage to any of the barrels, the magic wore off, and back popped Gregor, Deeks, and Amrius. Ahab obviously felt a bit betrayed at this, but you, Ezidor, you managed to convince him, basically. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll buy you a couple of drinks later. However, Gregor, upon returning, you weren't doing too hot. With the fire everywhere, people crawling towards you, dead bodies everywhere. You suddenly found yourself back on the war fields of Erebor. Suffering yeah, another episode. I activated episode. my STD, unfortunately, yeah. I know you're saying that on purpose. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he activated his PTSD, a special power, from the sounds of it. Um, but as you crawled away from the undead gnomes and kobolds that were clawing their ways towards you, you found a bit of solace in the form of Arja Clarara, who managed to snap you back to your senses. And Amrius ran off at this point, um, once again making plans to meet in the Baneful Squid later that evening. And Azure managed to convince both you and Ezidor to follow him and that you would essentially be safe with him away from the furore that was happening in the entranceway. Deeks, once again, you were quite distrustful of Azure, as is becoming quickly Deeks's defining characteristic. Anyone who seems to often easy out, I don't think Deeks will... Uh, Go for that easy out. So instead, you decided to tail them using your expert, expert stealthy skills. Definitely hiding he's, from everyone. He's, he's pretty good at that. He's incredibly good at that. Definitely not just walking normally and stood in the center of the walkway. Really just behind him. Arja definitely didn't notice you and your billowing cape. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> the accuracy is actually kind of stunning. 
<laughs> you all made your way. There's the front, there's the front cover right there, isn't it? Oh, Christ. <laughs> you all made your way to the financial area, and Gregor, you understood this to be the place where you first met um, Arja, um, to which he explained was the actual secret entrance were to the dark area. Deeks, at this point, you decided to make your presence known, yeah, essentially taking on a, a, an inspirational superhero pose, we'll say, <laughs> with your hands on your hips and your cape billowing out behind you, asking if there was any trouble going on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ignoring this, Archer pressed on and gave the three of you rings, essentially temporary boons to allow you to not only enter the, uh, enter the dark area, but also actually see within it properly. Isidore, as you approach the statue to enter, you realise that, although the statue had been defaced and changed in some way, shape and form, the original form of it was actually you from many centuries ago. You obviously told the rest of the group this, and as the group descended down the spiralling staircase in the statue itself. Yeah, you continue telling them all about your exploits and wondering if any of they had if any of them had statues. This, however, was cut abrupt, uh, cut off abruptly as the large metal door creaked open and you walked into the dark area for the first time. Stood in front of you was a relatively largish man wearing from what you could initially just see as a kind of like a military naval uniform, essentially. He turned around, began playing some notes on his guitar. He opened his mouth and sung a lovely, lovely melody, which throws you all in place. And it was at this point that Arja Clarara introduced you to Sailor Twift. Okay, guys, so you have now entered into the dark area. And yeah, this... Um, the, this chap wearing an admiral's uniform essentially, a naval uniform played a couple of notes on his guitar, sung a few nice words and now you're all frozen the last thing that happened before we left you was Aja Clarara introducing you to this man named Sailor Twift you are all currently frozen in place Aja what are you doing? Do I? can I speak actually? Yeah, you, you can speak. It's just holding you in place. You can, you, your eyes can move. You can even move your head around and stuff. It's just your actual body that can't move. Yeah. Asha, what are you doing? Well, I said to you before, up top, that, uh, well, we chat about uh, that little mission that you took under. So we're uh, going to have a chat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. why? What? Can you, could you let the others go? I mean, this is between you and me at the end of the day. My thoughts exactly. I mean, I could, but I don't know these guys for shit. So I don't know if they're going to run away, if they're going to attack me. I ain't vetted them out. And they've got these, they've got those nice little rings, yeah? Fair point. So, I see where you're so, coming from on that. Can it, so can I, here's... Go on. Can I, can I say... Um, I don't think you think this is necessary. It's a Jedi mind trick. Okay. Uh, roll me a d20, please. Yeah, it's persu persuasion, sorry. Yeah, go on. Um, here be. 
And I, and I don't think this is a good way to start a relationship. Oh, it's good. Well, it's that's good. fair. I just want you to hear stuff out. I mean, like, you two, yeah, you don't have to hear it out. You just gotta stay there, and when this drops, if you don't want to help out your friend and stuff, then you can just toddle on up to the top. It's cool. I just... I don't want any, uh... What do you call it? Um, unpredictable outcomes. For my safety and for yours. No, that's fine. I, I will... I will... I will remember. Yeah, please do. What was your role? Eighteen. Okay, so you've passed that. Uh, Arja is now amenable to any and all suggestions. Remember, you still have to actually roll the persuasion, but you get advantage. You got your plus one initially, and I think I also said that you got a plus three on that. If you yeah. succeeded. Uh, so it's advantage plus four. Oh yeah, that's a disadvantage. Inside comes civil and quest I give them. Plus three to charm and permanent advantage. Yes, so with your plus one to your charisma anyway, it's a plus four. Yeah. Okay, plus four on them. And this is permanent advantage yes. as well. So with this roll, roll your persuasion now then for it. Because that okay. first one was to see if you could cast him under your spell, essentially. Yeah, and basically I'm just saying... I don't think you feel like you need to do this with us. These are not the droids you're looking for. Pretty much. Pretty much, <laughs> isn't it, Christ? Just wiggling his fingers. <laughs> advantage, isn't it? It's advantage, yeah. yes. The fuck's number is that? It's a coffee bean on it. Oh, Ow. That's not as good. 12 and 4. 16. 16. Now, you know, you're kind of right. I gotta say this. I tell you what. If you twos give me your word that you won't do any runnings off, you won't attack us, nothing like that, you just stand and listen as we uh, chat to your friend here, then I'll let you let you go. Let you just drop and you can move around freely. You can smoke a pipe or a cigarette, whatever you want. Just don't just don't run off. Does that sound amenable? Hmm. I suppose it would, I must admit. You caught me right when I was about to scratch my nose. Well, you can scratch your nose if you're not going to run away. Does that sound good to you? It is acceptable. <laughs> and how about you, little guy? He says towards Deeps. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. Ah, glorious. Sailor, just just drop the charm on just those two. Gregor, he's the one that we kind of really... Well, he's the one that you need to talk to. So you hear like another ding. And Deeks and Ezidor, you feel full movement in your bodies again. Oh. Scratching your nose viciously. Oh. I see, that ain't too bad. Now, uh, Gregor, uh, Sailor's going to take over in a second here don't know what that noise was it was just in the soundtrack <laughs> we ain't got no creatures like that down here don't worry um, Sailor's gonna explain everything to you but I'll give you a quick a quick little insight here so your friend uh, Ragnarok uh, dearly departed I guess uh, well you know he undertook the job reviews and everything and uh, there was a debt to be paid 
Obviously, because uh, wormwood, it ain't cheap. Well, I com- completely understand that. I mean, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, we did fail the mission. That you did, and I appreciate your honesty there, Gregor. So what Ragnarok did is he paid off the amount that was due for did the wormwood itself. I did he did, yes. Yeah. yeah, if I was to hazard a guess, I'd say it was probably from that uh, nice tidy sum he made from, uh, well, the uh, nice smoldering mess that's up top. You uh, catch my drift. <sighs> yes, he did tell me that about that on our journey, yes. Well, I'm glad that he was finally truthful. But, uh, so he paid it off to me, and that's fine. I obviously needed some money from it, you know, to help cover the cost. However, Sailor, back there, he's the one who actually, well, company he works for, is the ones who actually provided it to us. Now, they're quite a, despite what they do in terms of the smugglings and whatnot, they're quite a reputable business. As in, they need to balance their books and whatnot. So they've sent Sailor here to investigate. And well, <laughs> when you know it, after I gave your description, you and uh, Ragnarok and Ivok's description to him, well, I, uh, sometimes they uh, they just want payment from you and whatnot, and just, uh, you know, never going to happen again. But after hearing what you guys is, uh, look like, something seemed to, like, twig in his mind. So he asked if I could, uh, present you guys here. It just kind of turns to Sailor. Unfortunately, Sailor, uh, it turns out the other two, they, uh, they kick the bucket. None of this fear, none of this plane anymore, so this is the, this is the one that's left. Um, uh, that'll be alright, right? So it just kind of nods his head and starts approaching. Do I recognize this Sailor at all? Roll me history with disadvantage. That one. You try and remember, but your nose starts bleeding. You you don't take any damage. It's just you know the mental strain of you know like trying to remember someone that you can't remember. Just that's gushing. Nope, nothing's coming to mind. Oh, Gregor, your nose is bleeding. Unfortunately, I can't wipe it. I'll just... Uh, can I take my, um... The part of the billowing cape and just brush <laughs> it past his <laughs> face? Yeah, just, just wiping <laughs> this gifted cape. Just... <laughs> it billows underneath your nose. It, it does stop it bleeding, but now the, the blood is kind of smeared up on your bandage <laughs> over your eye. Thank you very much, Deeks. No problem, Gregor. <laughs> so, as this man... <laughs> as this man approaches you, you can see... Yeah, you don't recognise him at all. He's just, He looks like an average human, just under six foot. He looks like he'd be in his mid-thirties. He has what you would class as a classically good-looking face. He's got decent bone structure... His hair is quite short and slicked back. He's got a thin but not pointy nose and his eyebrows also blonde, a kind of um, shaped well. As he's approaching, you can see his eyes and they're kind of a piercing jade colour. He doesn't seem to have any facial hair or scars on him. 
His outfit itself, like I said before, it's, a, it's almost like a naval uniform. It is a dark navy blue buttoned up outer coat and the, fla the collar flays out slightly. The coat itself drapes to his knees and the collar and like the outsides of the pockets and whatnot has a yellow, yellowy golden outer to it, which is recurring across the hemline and pockets. Um, you can see that underneath the coat at the very top is a ruffled off-tan coloured shirt. And along with his cream coloured trousers, he has some dark navy boots which come up to just below his knees. On his right side is a well-fashioned and well-maintained cutlass. And he's now kind of like spun his guitar back so it's on his back. You don't recognise him as he approaches. Should is I know Sailor, you? Is that Sailor, Sailor Swift, sorry? Sailor Twift. And yes. Sa oh, yeah. <laughs> it is very important that we get this name correct going forward. Mm -hmm. We might get in trouble otherwise. For some well, strange I mean, reason. It's a little close to a name we know, isn't it? <laughs> you can't admit. It's a little close, you know. but it is legally distinct. Ah. <laughs> as, as Sailor approaches I like how there's footsteps in the soundtrack at this point mm. they won't be on the playback but um, as Sailor approaches he kind of looks over the three of you Azure these are, are these the, the ones that you mentioned to me I uh yeah the dragonborn yeah I get that but uh the the half orc's a little short, and the human he don't he does not look like any any monk I've ever seen. I ain't ever seen a monk with bright blue coloured hair. I no offense, my friend, but you don't look like a sailor. Oh well, that's probably because my well, I've been a sailor for quite a long time, um, nearly yeah, two decades now. Big stubbly beers, scars. Uh, well, Men of the because... wind, rosy uh, that, cheeks. That that would you be talk. because of my uh, side gig. I'm a bard, and let me tell you, you don't you don't get the interest from the uh, from the opposite sex if you're all grizzled, especially if you sing like I do. Be a bit disconcerting for them, you know. I disagree, but okay. He kind of looks down at you. Yeah. I'm going to take a guess here and say that you're not called Ragnarok. No, he is not. I'm not called Ragnarok. No. Okay. And that is not Ivok as well. Okay. Okay. What happened to them? Are they Have they just run off or...? Mm, they're dead. Well, that's a just... shame. It means that the debt falls squarely on your shoulders. What? But... <laughs> Whose shoulders? Dead? Oh, on, on your friends here. You see... Before he... Oh, once again, I must went. disagree. Well, you're wrong. Seeing as you obviously don't know any of the story. So, let I me tell you... I just said to Deeks, uh, like, stay out of this dick, dicks. I would like him to elaborate more on his story. Well, if you give me a second, I can. <laughs> Stop interrupting. <laughs> you have two. I have more than two. Anyway, so before you... Before, um... Before Gregor here left... He undertook a mission with his former friends to uh, deliver some goods into into Salt Harbor. However, he was unsuccessful at that, and those goods cost a lot of money. 
And now, also, we've got missing stock. And we are quite a reputable company. We can't just have a big hole where some of our stock's meant to be. And uh, when we're talking about goods, do you, yes. do you mean what kind of goods are we talking about here? <laughs> well, I'm glad that you asked. I just so, close my eyes and just lie all silent. <sighs> so, well, at first I thought it was just the wormwood. Um, wormwood? Yeah. Crickle. Ah, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's out of well, all of the. What on earth are you doing dealing with wormwood? You could be dealing with worse. Some friends. Some friends. You mean Ragnarok and Ivok? Yes, you're old. You were all dealing in wormwood. It was supposed to be a simple <laughs> job. Something went wrong. <laughs> that is outrageous. It is. Like it I was said, a very simple mission. It was very simple. Something went wrong, and we he polluted an entire town, from the sounds of it. So obviously that that can cast a bad light on us. And well, at first I thought that was bad enough, and then Aja here just kind of gestures towards Aja. Well, he obviously he had to explain who you who you were, Gregor, who your friends were, give a bit of a description, and you know what? Just kind of claps his hands. It reminded me of a couple of people. Three people, exactly. And, I mean, let me know if... Let me know if this rings a bell to you. He says as the DM desperately tries to find the timeline. Well, Not I must thinking. say, Gregor, I'm a, I'm a little surprised. I didn't think you'd be doubling around with such dealings. It was supposed to be a favour to the other groups. They all wanted to get in, and especially... Rag wanted to get into the black market. I said that I would be more than willing to help him, but I didn't want to join. Mm. Well, I, I don't feel very comfortable about this at all. I'd I agree well, with you, yeah. Dick. This Ragnarok certainly does seem like a very disreputable character. He does. Yes, what, what was his influence on you, Gregor? It was just helping out her comrade, really. I mean, we went through this little adventure and I needed his uh, expertise but uh, it's obviously it's cost me more this is now as heartwarming as this little heart to heart that you guys are having Gregor let me ask you if this rings a bell three years ago a couple of people woke up on a ship all people exactly dragonborn, a half orc a human and a tabaxi. This rings a bell, yes. So they escaped the ship, killed numerous guards along the way, and pretty much, well, didn't force the ship's captain, but drove the ship captain to early retirement. So we've got four items of stock missing. Really? That was yeah. on the ship? Yeah. The Dragonborn, the Human, the Half-Orc, and the Tabaxi. See, so somebody paid very good money for individual reasons, but someone paid very good money to get each of you to Erebor. And then, well, you just... Well, I don't even know how it happened, really, but you escaped. First time that's ever happened on a half-wood ship. 
so your job is to send us back. Well, maybe. So this is... This is where I'd like to talk about a favour. So obviously, you have two debts with me. One, the Wormwood, and then two, the, uh, well, the fact that to the people higher up, you're the stock. However, a lot of these people, hey, you can scoff all you want, and let me be, let me be quite clear, my friend. I'm not exactly happy about transporting human stock. Unless it's away from bad areas and stuff. However, I you can't, said human and stock. surely you can't expect the people that are stock to be happy to be stock. No, no, but it's the way of the world, isn't it? <laughs> Not my world, friend. Well, you must live in a very idealized world. And that's <laughs> good for you. I just, I hope you're ready when it comes crashing down. Because it's never good for anyone. But that's I not- make the world the way I want it. Hmm. I knew someone like that. It and well from. Anyway. Was his name Ezador? Because I wouldn't be surprised if you have heard of me. I'm guessing that you're Ezador? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of you. I dare say more per- I I dare say more people have heard of me than I've heard of you. Well, yes, but that's because you haven't been locked in a cage for 300 years. Give it time. My name will be back on the walls of honours. Well, you know what? I'm actually rooting for you. I hope it is. But here's the, here's the thing, Gregor. So, I obviously know that you're alive. Um, Ragnarok, Ivor, unfortunately not. Oedipus, the Tabaxi. No one's heard from her in years now. Yes. But I tell you what, we can make the Wormwood go away, and we can make your status as former stock go away. Mm-hmm. In fact, it would be to the point where not only do you have me as a potential ally, someone to help you out, maybe, you know, maybe at some point you need to get from Ixen to Erebor without anybody knowing, or maybe even Kazadar. Not only that, though, but Halfwood will be off your back. And you see, the thing is, Gregor, I I do a lot of due diligence. I do a lot of checking stuff up, especially when like when I'm writing my songs and stuff. I, I don't want to mess things up, so I'm used to double-checking things. And I checked your background. And I know that you don't want another group after you. Hmm. And hell, if you do have me as an ally... I might be able to, well, I might be able to get Halfwood to help you out every so often. I'm sure that'll help. Why don't you just get to the point? Because of now, because how about this, because I was sick of this how about and you, and your I am the ones? How about I am the one who's explaining stuff? Like you asked, you little shit. So you shut up and you let me explain stuff. I'm not just going to drop Gregor in with a quest straight away, am I? I'm not just going to ask the favour without any kind of background information. He needs to know the full picture. You, you might be fine at knowing everything, but you don't know that about your friend. And I would rather he has the full information. He is a straightforward Dragonborn, but I'd rather him have the full information as to what is going on in the background what it might mean for him if he says no, what it might mean for him if he says yes. He doesn't even know 
the information. He doesn't even know the, the objective yet, but he needs to know the reasonings behind me asking him this. Can I ask one question? Do you ask know, away. Do you know who forced me on that ship? Do you know who wants me back in Erebor? Unfortunately, I don't. A lot of... You've, you've got to understand, whilst a lot of Halfwood's outside business is very transparent and clear-cut, some of their more... Some of our more unscrupulous stuff is kind of like uh, when you go to the doctor and the doctor can't say all to anyone else. Well, so I think the, I've got a pretty good reason who is after me. And trust me, you don't want him as an enemy. Hmm. I can probably guess who you mean. I personally don't, but I dare say that the entire might of Halfwood might be able to stand a damn good chance against him. However, you might be barking up the wrong tree anyway. Like, the some, one or two of the lords of Halfwood would almost certainly know who created that contract. And if you found them, they might even tell you. And I tell you what, if you, uh, you do this little favor for me, I might even try and get you in touch with them. How does that sound? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, this is sounding interesting. Mm. Well, let me make this very straightforward as a yes or no type of thing, and then I'll I'll explain the I'll explain the favor afterwards, just so that your little friend down there can stop being so tetchy. You say yes, and you complete. You can scoff all you want, but uh, yeah. You're, you're, you mean literally nothing to me right now. It's Gregor who I'm dealing with. I say this is... This is... <laughs> I do not like the sound of these Wormwood characters. I... Um, halfwood. Halfwood. These Halfwood characters. I want nothing to do with them. Other than... Be their demise. I, mean, I could agree. You could try. You could try, definitely. And hey, there's a show of goodwill. I'm sorry, I'm I wasn't even gonna talking stop you. to you. I You're was talking, talking in front my, of me. I was talking to my friend Little Dix here. Yeah, That's fair, but you're talking right in front of, of me. Right, you're <laughs> Just jumps up, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, you're speaking right in front of me. I can't hear you. Right in front of me. Like, oh, literally. We don't. It's not mine either. <laughs> if, you, if you want to, you know, talk so I don't hear you, maybe whisper. If you're talking no, fully. I, I don't care if you hear me. I'm just not talking to you. That's fine. Okay, so Gregor. You say yes and you're successful. You're... Got him, you're... <laughs> <laughs> you say yes, you're successful. Then you, your former status as stock gets rescinded completely. We just... We lose your file. You know? Just... And it's gone. I will so be your... I'm a dead man walking. Well, eh. I'll be your ally, and I'm fairly sure that Azure over here will probably also be more amenable to helping you out. And, uh, like I said, the entirety of Halfwood, I'm fairly sure I can call in a couple of favours at times for you. If you say no, though, I will, unfortunately, as a first admiral of Halfwood, I will have no choice but to report your location to my higher-ups. Then you'll have the full might of Halfwood 
on your back. On one condition. Yeah, go for it. Ezidor and Dix are not a part of this. I don't want them getting involved hmm. in any of this. Quick question. to, And he just kind of like takes a step back so he can see the three of you now. Did you two uh, join Gregor here on that expedition to the Temple of Merkel? No. Roll deception, please. Uh, you're straight up not lying. lying. No. Yeah, you fucking are. No, I didn't join him on the expedition to the temple. I followed them and ended up in the temple with them. Roll deception with an advantage, but you're still but deceiving. I'm not, but I'm not lying. <laughs> My intention, on the expedition. Not my intention. Yeah, on this it is. this is why I'm giving you um, advantage on this one because you were with him on the expedition. You didn't join him, but you were with him. The intent behind his question is basically: Do you have experience of the temple? That's the intention. That's his intention, basically. Do you know about the temple? Have you been with him in the temple? So I'm I'm giving you advantage on this because yeah. You didn't join him on the expedition, but you do know about the temple. That's a 16, then. Okay, uh, Gaz? No. Oh, wait, no, you you didn't. Okay, then, again. again. <laughs> De- deception. <laughs> you could have just straight up answered yes on that, and you wouldn't need to roll, but okay, deception. I'll roll his once you've rolled yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good buff. Uh, 15. 15, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, remember that you don't have your full buff with Sailor, you only have it with Azure at the moment. Yeah, it's, I haven't. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll get a plus four by deception anyway. JB, you got 16? Yes. Gaz, you got 15? Yeah. Okay. Because Sailor eyes the two of you. Okay, so. Did you not go into the temple at all? Did they just pick you up on the way back? Or have you been in the temple itself? I'm, I'm going to look at Ezidor <laughs> for him to answer first. <laughs> I may have seen a few things in okay. the temple. Same with you, little guy? I didn't see much. But you were in the temple, yeah? Uh, apparently so okay well this might be of interest to you then see uh when you were in the temple did you have any any dealings with a a group in there another group no (laughs) I am gonna have to ask you to roll just a straight up deception now (laughs) no advantage (laughs) No. <laughs> but yeah, Deeks, you're just kind of looking up. Is your cape billowing again at this? <laughs> yeah, 14. <laughs> just looking up with your billowing cape. No! Yeah, don't forget. You got turned into a barrel, didn't you? He's no longer a barrel. Oh, uh, no. Uh, it's not intel, is it not? Uh, no, it's charisma based. Thank you for reminding the good good reminder that yeah we've all got uh, 
intelligence decreased by two for 24 hours. And uh, yes. minus two AC for 24 hours. That's correct. Apart from Ezador, Ezador missed out on these effects. But you do have plus to your strength, I think, don't you, as well? Yeah, plus two to strength. There we go. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, yes, intelligence-based rules, basically. Yes, minus two. Um, however, uh, you're just looking up and saying no. Hmm. That's surprising. I've got to say, from our intelligence, we were told that this other group would be around that area. How about you, Gregor? Did you? Well, you mean the people of? of, You mean the people of metal? Oh no, no, not them. Nor the crystal elves. They're um, they're acolytes. I don't remember any crystal elves. Oh, you may not have. You may not have come across them. It's gone very quiet from them recently. We're a bit worried. It's not not our business anyway. That's for the people of Menel and for Lord Solus and stuff to sort out. But um, they're, they're acolytes of Merkel. They call themselves the Cult of Merkel. How about you, Gregor? Sorry, are you asking me as well at that point? Yeah, I'm, uh, he's kind of asking all three of you, just basically, yeah. How about you, Gregor? As it are, did you, in your times in the temple, run into a cult? Can you stop asking me questions? <laughs> Are you trying to do that as your ability? <laughs> yeah. Okay, roll me a persuasion check then, please. You know what? You should do that every time you're going to do it. Just raise your hand. Just he's, only got one, he's only got one more after this, unfortunately, for the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you can do with three new people. So the first oh, one... The, I was going to say your first one, you've only got a plus one and no advantage. It's just a straight-up D20... Um, persuasion check plus one. Why just the first one? Yes. The first one doesn't have any advantage or disadvantage. It's basically you seeing if this power will work. Right. Because. Right. You did okay. it on our so journey. Was... Adva- so I don't get advantage on this? No. You only get advantage if you put them under your spell, essentially. Alright. So my first roll is just the straight up one. Just a straight up mm. normal one, yes. Six. <laughs> it's a possibility. It is. It was a very close possibility. That Jesus Christ, he got a seven. <laughs> that was very close. God, I was like, oh, I don't even have to roll for that. He's gonna, you know. Um, okay, so just to explain to you now, then, Gaz, before I explain his reaction and whatnot. Now you have a permanent disadvantage trying to persuade Sailor Twift from doing anything. And in addition, any persuasion check will almost certainly have a minimum of like 17 or 18. Yeah, their AC value is 17, I've got here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could ask you that, but I don't see why not. I'm trying to get information from you so I can give you the information back. Kind of a to and fro, you know? This is how conversations work. Yes, I know. But you also insulted my friend, Little Dix. And until you apologise to him, I might just decide to be rather difficult. I mean, Dix insulted me by interrupting and then speaking in a very bad tone towards me. I'd say I've been quite patient so far. You swore at him? Yes, because he was interrupting and asking me to get to the point when I was delivering pertinent information to Gregor. 
information well, that might sway him one way or another. I have no reason to consult with you or feel I'm obliged it be in your debt. And I think it's worth noting that at this moment in time, it is taking exceedingly great effort for you not to be in danger because there is something <laughs> screaming inside my uh. head that would love to have a little word with you. And believe me, you do not want to talk to him. Just out of interest, do you know what a First Admiral of Halfwood is? No. Very powerful. Incredibly powerful. We're kind of like the third in command of Halfwood. That might not mean much to you. No. But let me tell you this much. Halfwood is a global spanning company. To be this high up, you're not going to be someone that you can just sweep off the streets. Do you have a statue? Not yet, but given how many fans I'm getting from my songs, give it time. Well, I do. Hey, so I suggest congrats. you I suggest you pay me the respect that I am due. I forgive the fact that you do not know me, because I have been 300 years in limbo, let's say. But I do intend to re-educate this world the name of Ezador. Hey, best of luck to you on that. But uh, that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that your friend was rude to me, so I was rude back in turn. And that doesn't change the fact that you put us all under a spell for no apparent reason. No, there was a very apparent reason. Well Not said. in the eyes of us, it wasn't. Well, well said, little dicks. Your eyes so, were... Your eyes were incorrect and did not allow me to elaborate the full story before you interrupted me. Well, you shouldn't have put us under a spell in the first place. So, okay, Maybe okay. I would have let had me, a different approach with my let, attitude. Let me let me throw this out to you, okay? Is it all? I think you should just let you, him go. You, let's let's say you're in my shoes, and uh, you hear that a shipment of very too. important um, items go missing, and then the day after those items go missing, the perpetrators for this also go missing for weeks on end and your bosses well, are very angry at this and you find well, then, out that they've come well, back but then perhaps you shouldn't be in this line of work indeed and you know i would have been very agreeable until you said that these items were people one of them being one of our comrades no no the, the first lot of items were people the reason why he's in trouble now the reason why he got brought to my attention was because he lost the wormwood if he hadn't have done I, that, if he hadn't have fucked up, he would not be brought think, to my attention. I think it's you who's in trouble the most here. No, I don't think it across. is. It isn't because, like I say, I'm offering him a chance. If he doesn't take the chance, then that's fine. It's his choice to make. And you can influence the choice if you want. At the end of the day, if he says no, I don't have the entire might of Halfwood on me. He does. Do you know what happens when I go back? I say, oh, well, I found him. I tried my best, but he wants to stand against Halfwood with his friends. Do you know what my bosses yes, will say? Well, that, that's, that will that's bad. Right for you, will it? No, they'll say, that's bad. You tried. You're a first admiral. This is all kind of beneath you, to be honest. The only reason I, don't I think came... that's what they will say at all. I think they will say, you haven't done good enough, and maybe you might have some problems of your own there. I don't think so. Well, you know nothing of Halfwood, and you your... know nothing of me. And you know nothing of me, and I call your bluff. You can roll insight if you want to see if you're calling his bluff. 
Um, yeah, I will actually, based on the premise of uh, his bosses. I think yeah. we'll have a little bit more to say against him. Yeah, than, go. You know. No, please go for it. Roll your insight. Twenty-one. He's telling the truth. <laughs> he is very <laughs> high-ranking. I already knew that answer before you asked me to roll based on your tone. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, are you are you are you metering me with your tone here, Tom? <laughs> no, no. Although I do, I will admit because I have to get into a certain mindset to play irritated. Even though I'm not irritated myself, my tone still comes across as it. Because if I if I'm just normal and then I go back to into his voice, I'm going to be jovial as shit. I'm just like I can't, I can't do that. I can't be all like threatening you with a happy smile. But no. Gregor. Gregor. Yes. This whole matter seems rather complicated with a lot of pieces that I don't know where they fit. So in such a case, I'll stand by what your decision is. Not yours, Admiral. Hey, that's fine. Just to point out, yes, um, Deeks, he's not lying. Um, he is kind of doing this as a favour to Arsha more than anything else. The, the giving someone a chance. You get the feeling that this isn't the first time he's had to chase down someone else. And normally he doesn't do it himself. Normally he'll just bring other people to do it for him. I was going to say also, just as they, as, I'm guessing you were all still bickering at this point. I yeah, they're, they're just kind of there's a bit there's a bit of back and forth between Sailor Deeks and Ezador. Sailor basically just Sailor basically just saying shut the fuck up and I'll explain it to you. <laughs> and I you just, two just I like just... nope, this is bad. No, can I just say uh, just... <laughs> straight up no? I just got enough. Yes, we came across those characters that you uh, described, we killed them. How many did you kill? Because this... Oh, uh, you might actually prevent the next thing that I need you to do. You might have already done it for me. I don't know. There was about three, four, I believe. <laughs> he just laughs a little bit. That's not the entire cult. No, there's a, there's a fair few of them. And the bone breaker... Or whatever his name was. Do you remember him? Um, Can I... Uh, I'll just take a quick pause and I'll just go... You know what the other plinth is, don't you? I mean, that's an amazing guess. But no, he doesn't. Oh. I should have fucking wrote it so he did. I fucking wish I did now. <laughs> but no, he does not, unfortunately. Oh, God. I don't, okay. I don't quite rightly know what you mean by a plinth. I mean, I know what a plinth is, obviously, but I don't know what you're referencing at that point but no we um not me personally and to be fair not even face to face with any of them but uh a couple of months ago now about half a year maybe uh halfwood was contacted by the cult of merkel so what would they want to they of all things they wanted a uh an investment, essentially. They wanted Halfwood to provide them with quite quite a large amount of gold. And they owe you this gold? Mm, I wish it was just the gold. So, <laughs> they had a, an idea, a business idea. And of course, normally Halfwood probably wouldn't 
consort with religious types because, well, you know how they, how they can be. But uh, on this time, they said that if we gave them enough money, if we gave them the money for it, they would be able to uh, provide us with an, an inordinate amount of new mine crystals. We're not quite sure how they were going to do this. We had ideas, maybe. There might be some synthetic crystals. They might find ways of making normal crystals into new mine crystals. Or they, I mean, maybe that's why the crystal elves have gone quiet. Well, Who knows? Just be mining it, I suppose. Potentially, yes. But it's been six months and they've not returned a single new mine crystal. So they were meant to give us a large batch to begin with, and then we'd create a future contract, and it'd be cyclical. They'd, they'd give us crystals every so often, and Halfwood would do what we do best. We'd deliver them to various people of power, to lords, to armies, stuff like that. You, I'm assuming you guys know what a new mine crystal is and what it can do. Yes, I had loads of them. <laughs> Where I brought up, we used to build our houses in the things. Just going to run a quick insight check. I'm not sure if I believe you or not, but you're talking with such conviction. Uh, oh, I'm yes. on the fence. I, I, I have a big wealth of them where I live. Well, where I'm from. I'm sure they're probably still lying around somewhere. Well, that's by the by. I know that if, if you know them that well, you know that they are very powerful. Right. Admittedly, the cult never explained like I say, how they'd acquire the crystals, nor would they elaborate on what they intend to do with the ones that they manufacture, the ones that they don't sell to us, obviously. But So you're break. telling me that this deal went wrong? Yes. That they just ran off? I don't think they ran off, no, from the sound of you, you all running into them. Well, I don't think it was all of them. Hmm. Almost certainly. Well, they're not responding to us for anything. Is that because they're buried alive? Well, unless you manage to imprison every single one of them in the temple. That is true, actually, yes, it all. Yeah, well, it's like caving, do our... not? Yes. Well, Gregor just said that they only dealt with three or four of them. We know that there's at least 20 members. And the Cult of Miracle. Yes, there's at least 20 of them. And in addition, there's about five or six main members on top of that. But we don't know who I'm these aware, members are, but... The entire cavern temple was not investigated. Yes, but I find it hard to believe that the entire court would go out on one journey. It'd make more sense yes, tactically to send half of them, if that. Yes, but it is a possibility. It is, it is. And this is kind of... This leads onto my... Task. About but time. it was... It was all... A, 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 an all-hands-on-deck situation. I find that very hard to believe. Okay. I find so, you've been hard to believe sometimes. But well, you're a two-foot gnome. I find that hard to yes. believe at times. With a billowy yes. cape. There's not even any wind down here. Now, see. Just floats his more, I'm guessing. <laughs> the sign of his yeah. power. <laughs> Just latent power. <laughs> so, here's the thing. 
if you have got rid of the corpse, then that's great. But I need confirmation. If you've not got rid of the corpse, what I need you to do is I need you to find the corpse, find out where they're located, their headquarters, the main players, as it were. The grunts won't really matter, but the main, the main people in there. And I need you to stop them from producing any more new mine crystals. I need you to... It doesn't matter how you do it. You can destroy all the crystals. You can kill the cult members. Whatever. Just make sure that any chance they've got of fulfilling this contract is gone. <laughs> I... fail to see what my motivation is here because... Well, you don't have motivation, but Gregor I does. Will... I have agreed to to accompany Amrius hmm. and the party on on this these expeditions. I have a very short, limited time. I can achieve this. I do not want to be off gallivanting on separate, as, as let's say, side quests. Dicks. Where the there, there, there could be a main task at hand here for me. I'm just simply out here seeking, seeking uh, knowledge and, and, and more wisdom in this world. And well, what's what, Gregor? What, what are your thoughts here? I agree to your terms. Thank just you. That. I'm glad that one of us here is amenable to stuff. Your friends don't have to take part of it. I'm afraid I do. I am bound into it by a, another pact that I made, which basically would mean I am sort of roped into Gregor's decision, so I respect that. <laughs> Wonderful. Like I Thank say, you, Deeks, you don't have to join in this. It might help your friend, because, let's be honest here, uh, the Cult of Merkel are probably quite powerful, and he might need all the help he can get. Especially if you're going to, especially if they are still alive, and he's going to basically wipe out a large-scale operation of theirs. But well, I will say this now, and Gregor, I hope you will hear this as well. I will not be roped into illegal matters such as wormwood smuggling or people trafficking. It's not my... I think you would find no, that would be illegal, as it all. Sorry, little mix. I think that you would find that that would be illegal. Yes, exactly. I am a law-abiding, honest man. That's fair. If it helps you, if it helps give you motivation for this, think of it this way: if you wipe out the courts and stop their machinations then they won't be able to they won't be able to pass new mine crystals on to us at Halfwood. And if they can't do that, we can't illegally smuggle them to people, can we? You're well, stopping you know, an operation. To be honest, as I long have as it's a, got something to do with Merkel. I I have a three hundred year score to settle with them anyway. Well, even more inspiration for you. So yes, okay, as a doll, you can settle your score. Gregor, this makes us quits, and maybe it even gives you a bit more information on the cults. And Deeks, you seem like the type of guy who doesn't like legal things happening. 
Is that correct? Illegal things. Yes, that's what I just said. You don't like illegal things happening. That is, is that correct. correct? By taking out the cult, you're stopping the potential illegal armament of mass destructive items towards those who could be unstable with such power. See, that's why I don't want I don't want the court to finish their contract with my company. You see, that first batch that we get, yeah, we'll get a lot of money from it. But it's not exactly something that you get repeat sales from. So let me get this straight. Are you working against your company here? For the greater good of my company, yes. I believe that my company has not thought this out thoroughly enough. And if they follow through with this... Well, let me put it this way. Would you give a child a weapon that could wipe out a city? Of course well, of you course wouldn't. Not. Oh, so it feels we're working with a freelancer here. In a way. In a way. I'm doing this so that my company doesn't get wiped out at the end of it. Because like I say, if, let's say, well, this will ring true for Gregor of all people. Let's say that the cult produce a batch of different colored crystals and someone buys it and that someone is King Titan. What do you suppose King Titan might do with those crystals? He will kill us all. Exactly. Probably set for Ezador and yourself. Well, maybe. Maybe. But that doesn't really warrant good business, does it? We can't sell if no one else is around. I'd rather have to take point. I was going to just say, you've got a very good point there. He's I'd something. Ra- he is someone that you do not want to mess with if he gets one of those crystals. And King Titan isn't the only one like that in Eaflock. There are many people who have the slightest bit of power and they go mad with it. <laughs> I'd rather half would take the initial monetary hit and I report back to them and say, oh, the cult was wiped out by some people. I don't know who. We'll have to take the hit. I'd rather them do that than get an initial influx of money and then various lands are wiped out and we get no money at all. So we scratch your back and you scratch ours. Essentially, yes. I think that's a fair deal. I'm glad to hear that. He kind of holds out... He holds out his hand towards you and notices that you're still frozen. Exactly. Pulls his hand back and kind of whips his guitar around. <laughs> Sorry, I, I probably should have... The second that I realised that you were amenable, I should have... Uh, oh, much obliged. Dling. Much obliged. Yeah, you're now free to move. I just wipe the blood off my nose. And... Very irritating. I can imagine. Now... And I just I hold do- out my hand again and just say, uh, so we got a deal kind of holds his hand out and clasps yours tightly. We've got a deal. Now, you don't really have a a time limit on this, I guess. Uh, the only time limit is that the cult never delivers on these crystals. Right. That's absolutely fine. Do you want to have any more information where these uh, this cult have gone? Anything that could help me? I mean... Help us, should I say. I personally have a theory that they're probably in the dark area, but Azure over there 
and Arj is just like throwing his hands up at the at the prospect of people being at uh, the cult being in the dark area. He is very insistent that they ain't, and I am tempted to believe him on this. Arjir is not the type of person to to like something like the Court of Merkel. Goes against a lot of his beliefs. Do you think that there's someone on the inside letting people into the dark area? Arjir? Arjir walks over at this point after being called over. I, hmm, I ain't like to admit it. I don't think there could be. But, uh, well... Who knows what people are thinking in the dead of night? I well, think... Well, you know what they say. Only trust yourself. Well, there's that. I, uh... I do think, however, that almost certainly one of the guards has to be in there, right? Not the guards down here, you see. The guards up top. One of them has to be letting people in and out without registration. Right. Are you saying that there's another entrance into the dark area? No, 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 that ain't what I'm saying. I'm saying that someone up top at the entrance gates, one of the guards, or multiple guards potentially, must be letting the court members in and out as they please. Right. right. And the I... only way to get in is with the rings. And I just hold out my hand like with my ring on. <laughs> the only way to get in and out of the dark area is with the rings, yes. However, I'm saying in and out of Salt Harbor. Uh, a guard up top at the entrance of Salt Harbor is letting, I, I have to think, is letting members of the cult come and go as they please. Mm. As to whether or not they're in the dark area, like I says, I don't think that, I'd like to believe not. Every person in here, minus yourselves, I've vetted. I would like how, to believe we have so, this trust. How often would they need to be getting in and out of Salt Harbor to do this? Can I just turn to Ezador and Deeks mm-hmm. and just say, uh, we might need to get that book at the entrance and see who's been coming and going. It won't be in the book, Gregor. Are you sure? I mean, everyone has yeah. to check in. That, don't That's they? the whole point. These people aren't checking in or checking out. So someone oh, is no. So the the names we would need aren't in the book. That's the whole point. I. Ah. In addition to this, um, what did you say your name was? It Ar- Arja. Hey, yeah, Clorara. Arja Clorara. I can imagine. Uh, with, let's say, your profession here, you, um... I wouldn't be going out on a limb here and saying that you may have some of these guards under your payroll, am I correct? You ain't too wrong. It's a unofficial thing. I give them a bit of coin, they look the other way every so often. Okay, yes, yes. yes. Would you say... Let's say these guards under your payroll, would Hmm. you say you can trust them 100 percent if i trust well i simply uh, we could rule them out of this oh. investigation i'd say so yeah okay so perhaps you could inspire gregor give gregor some uh these names uh, that that's surely going to cut it down by let's say how many guards do you have under your payroll 
Or in, in a percentage? Oh, less than 10%. Less Not that many. 10%. You don't... That is a lot of cards, then. Nah, it's, it's less than you'd think. It's... Sorry, I was just going to say, Deeks, I think I've got a better idea. I just turn to Aja and say, your guards, uh, mm? I'm guessing you pay them with money to look the other way here and there. That's correct, yeah. Hmm. How about if you go to your your guards that are in your, in your care, should I say, mm. and offer them a reward by, let's say, 500 gold. To, for any information about any guards that are letting people in, just under the books. Okay. You see, I like that idea, Gregor. That's not a bad idea. However, I'll need you to provide the reward. Because I ain't gonna... I just, I just go, just give a little smile and I just reach into my bag of holding. I'm just gonna grab 500 gold. You, like, rustle in, you grab 500 gold. I'm going to take note of this as well. Yep, you now know that. It is Gregor's rustling around the bag. You can just hear. There's coins are chinkling around. I'm guessing you just drop... Well, you you can't drop 500 gold onto his hand. No. That's a lot of gold to drop onto someone's hand. I just have it like in a clump in my hands, my massive hands. As you just kind of... um, He kind of wisps his hands around. And you can see wind starting to form. He kind of takes both hands and whoosh on either side, expanding it. And it's almost like a hammer made out of air. Just put them in there. They'll be good. Boom, 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 boom. As these coins are just kind of floating in the air. Tell you what, I will have a word with my guides and I'll tell them to keep an eye out. Based on 100% trust, are you sure you trust all of your guards? Well, here's the best way to do this. I think for 500 gold, I think. I'm not going to give them the reward, but just based off of their uh, description, we'll see. What I'll do is I'll withhold it until, say, like, let's say that he says that man called uh, Mansell... I don't know. Something like that is letting people in under the books, and he's definitely the one. And you guys check him out, and it turns out he is, but it's not to do with the cult. It's just, uh, I don't know, family or some shit like that. I ain't gonna give him the reward. But if he says that another one, uh, Edward Lawson, we'll call him, is, and you follow that guy, and he is part of the cult. Then I'll give them the reward then. They don't yes. get the reward until there's... No. So to put more simply, there will be a reward given to the person the that leads <laughs> to the capture of... Yes. Yes. But yes. I'm, I'm just trying to get more of a feel on this because conspiring and corruption are a thing in this world. Oh, yeah, definitely. So... You might be able to find out information on this, but that doesn't necessarily mean to say that you're going to be able to put a stop to it. No. But if they are part of the Cult of Merkel, and you guys are wiping out the cult, then it, it, it kind of just leads, you know, logic dictates that you take out that cult, and the cult member that's letting people, the cult members in, ain't going to be doing that anymore. I just want to go out and say that I am 
didn't say I was taking out the cult. No. Well, Gregor did. And Isidore did. Just to be just to be quite frank, sir. No, that's fair. That's fair. I said he was in the royal you. Your group. Seems it looks like that's the path user going down. But if you stop their events and activities, then these little uh sojourns by the guards laying the court members in will stop. It's a good deal, Dix. I think we should take it. I ain't gonna just be handing out your gold to anyone who says I've got information. It won't happen, I won't give the reward out until you guys have tangible rewards, until you guys you guys are happy with what you've got back. Well give us a name and we'll get that information. Okay. Just to let you guys know though, you ain't probably gonna get any information tomorrow. Tomorrow what is the think? well. Tomorrow is the founding festival. Mm-hmm. So the oh. day after that, yeah, it's uh, it's basically an annual festival that uh, that happens annually to celebrate the founding of Salt Harbor. There's a lot of music, yeah. there's games, there's events, and all that kind of jazz. Uh, so obviously, is it like t- a carnival? It's like a carnival, yes. <laughs> It was quite an affair back in the day, the last time I went to one. I can't imagine what it'd be like now. It's been some time for me as well. Oh, I must say it... Ah, never mind. Um... Well, I'm glad to see a smile on your face, Deeks. Not seen that before. But, uh, yeah, you guys... <laughs> you guys probably won't get any information tomorrow because the amount of people going in and out of the city, they kind of suspend the registration. For the, and, uh, for the founding festival, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be feasible for the guards to, especially the, the guards have a big old parade around the entire city during the day. So, right. So, when do you think the information will come? Like a day after that, or two, a week? Hopefully, less than a week. It shouldn't take that long. Okay. Well, I just, I just tend to as a It looks like we're stuck in Salt Harbor for a bit. Oh, I looks like I'm stuck in the dark area for a bit. Eh, why is that big guy? Well, medium uh, guy. Because I, I have a little issue that will probably be a problem if I leave this area because of that damn new mine crystal. Oh, a curse. A curse. All right. Well, uh, well we got some shops down here. One of those guys might uh, have the thing you need. Really? The could counteract the spell of that giant crystal up there? Well, yeah, it's look around you, friend. It's already doing its job. Good point. I, I did not consider. Oh, I'll be very intrigued to see these shots. And as I was a... going to say, Azadar, do you have much money? Um, whatever was in my bag, it was a while ago. I could check my purse. Well, I was going to say, if you don't have enough, just come to me. I'll be happy to... I'll be your pimp daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and as a show well, of good faith to you, because you're... Are you doing a friend for my... Are you doing a friend? Are you doing a favour for my friend Sailor? Um, and because hopefully it gets all of this all squared away, I'll allow you guys to... Uh, 
I'll allow you guys to keep the rings. You can come and go as you wish in this dark area. Go to the shops and all that. It's, it might not mean too much to you, Deeks or Ezador, but Gregor, you'll understand the, uh, the magnitude of me allowing you to roam around the dark area without completing the task first. Hmm. Yes, that's true. So, do, know. Do, do us a favor. All of us in the dark area a favor. Don't betray our trust. Yeah? Well, I don't think I'll be dreaming of that anytime soon. Good. You look after us, we look after yous. So yeah, go shop, go prepare, go investigate up top, whatever yous guys want to do. Right. Yes, I think I'm gonna, well, since I'm here now, I think I'm gonna have a little wander around. I was gonna, actually, what time is it now? You would say it's probably midday-ish. Mid, ah, right. Yeah, it's not been it's not been too long since you set off the explosion. To be fair, okay, okay. Well, I think I'm going to stay down here for a bit because I think up there is not going to be too good for me. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, bef- well, before that big explosion happened, and I had my eyes on you, uh, I was going to say you should probably avoid the guards. They want to question you. There's a, there's quite a lot of talk around town about the champion of the Fighters Guild who might have had a hand in the burning down of it. But of course, now that uh, now that that big old explosion happened, well, Deeks, I'm afraid you, my friend, were also painted black. Why is that? Well, there was a big old explosion and you and Gregor were seen holding a crystal that exploded and killed quite a few people from the look of it. Now, I'm not going to say that the guards are going to arrest you straight. They're not going to arrest you straight away, don't worry. But they'll probably want to question you. So, my advice would be if you see some guards, maybe maybe hide away. Maybe I know you're good at stealth, Deke, so maybe, you know, stealth away. As a door, I require my hat. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> There's your hat. Thank you. I'll put the hat back on myself. Uh, do you still have the cape? Looking shiftily, I do have the cape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> looking more like a wizard every day. You know what, <laughs> little Deeks? You may have the cloak. You look rather fetching. <laughs> oh really? Yes. Call it a gift. Why? Thank you, Isidore. No problem. You, I, I do. I do. I do appreciate. It billows with such grace on your frame. Why, I thought that myself. Yes. Let's take a look at it again. Billow it a little bit more. <laughs> uh, this Arjun just kind of like stood with his hands across his arms, uh, ha- arms across his chest, just like nodding. Not not like, yes, that's amazing. Just like, oh, fair enough. Right, if that's all, I'm going to leave these guys. Uh... If you need me, just give me a holler. If you need Sailor, well, he can probably tell you where to go. He's his old man. Just kind of walks away into the darkness. But this Sailor is still there. If you if you need any more information, yeah, just give me a shout. I'll be down in the dark area for most of today. Uh, tomorrow, I'm actually, I'm actually playing my first set in Salt Harbor. It's the first time I've been 
plague insult album. Well, yes, technically is part of the carnival, but in a in a lovely tavern ran by one of my old captains. Mm. So if you want if you want to catch that, it's I've made sure. He just kind of looks down at Diggs, seeing how excited Diggs is at the festival. I've made sure it doesn't conflict with any of the like outside dance numbers or parades or anything. But uh, I've got a set in the Baneful Squid. If you wanna hear it? Yes, I think I'll check that out. Am I smoking pipe or two? Depends. Well, do you allies, know anyway. the song called "I Do Not Trade in People"? That sounds like an offhand dig as to what Halfwood does. Unfortunately, I don't know that one. Hmm. Perhaps you should learn it. <laughs> it's rather tasty. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a couple of songs I think you might like. Yes, we'll be. I'll be willing to check that out. No worries. Well, since we're going to be allies in this little well, mission, I tell you what, my like you said, my old captain, a bit of a mentor figure to me for quite some time, runs that place. So if you ah, if, you're talking you, about Crumb. His face kind of lights up. You know Crumb? Oh yes, wow. yes, we do. We. We do go back a bit. Hmm. Well, in which case, if you tell Crumb that you know me, I'm sure that Crumb will give you a free ale or two. As always, he was always a nice guy, even when he was working with us. <laughs> Very nice, man. Very hmm. nice. Yeah, is so this, we'll, we'll give him a mention, definitely. Is this oh, the Admiral we're talking to? Yes, it's Sailor Twift's bill. On that then, as he said... He kind of nods and smiles. Might see you all tomorrow. Like I say, if you need any more information, I'm down in the dark area for a little bit today. Tomorrow during the festival. I mean, it's a festival. I'm going to be enjoying myself. But when my set comes on around about... My fest, my set comes on around about... 9 o'clock in the evening. It's 9 till 9.45. It finishes about 15 minutes before the firework display. Well, I doubt we're going to have any plans. I mean, we're not going to leave Salt Harbor anytime soon until we get this information. So, yes. Fantastic. I think we can kill some time. Are well, we making nice with the slave trader? If it helps, I don't do the ships that do the slave trading. I just know about them. I thought it was your company. No, no, no. I'm a first admiral of the company. I don't own the company. No. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. Right, no. I just walk off at that point. Okay, so you guys have just finished your conversation with Sailor Twift and Aja Clarara. They've pretty much given you free reign of the dark area itself. So in front of you, directly in front of you, is... Kind of like a, a dark void, essentially. Not too dissimilar to when you when when you visited Cyrix around before, but you can tell that this is different. This isn't a this isn't a void as such. This is um, artificially created darkness. In the distance, you can see some shapes that you would assume to be buildings. I would like to walk towards those buildings, please. Okay. So, Ezidor, you're heading towards those buildings in the distance. Deeks and Gregor, what are you two up to? 
Are you following? Ah, uh, yes. I was looking for a shop that has magical items in it. Yeah, so you decide then to also follow Ezador. Um, you can see, obviously, directly behind you is just the... Um, so directly behind you is just the doorway leading back upwards. Um, however, in front of you, like I say, is a vast void of darkness, essentially. But at the back, you can see a bunch of outlines of buildings. As you guys are walking down into the darkness, you can see that the area itself seems to almost kind of widen out and take the shape of a small square, um, essentially acting as the beginning to the dark area. And a little bit beyond this square, there are some more small buildings. A guard is occasionally patrolling by. And you can see, yes, there appears to be five buildings around you at the moment. It's still a bit difficult to make out, but um, there is an actual light source this time now as you're continuing beyond the square and passing by these buildings. The building to your immediate left looks as though it has been carved out of stone, um, at the same stone of the cavern itself, and it has the small torch which is illuminating a battered wooden sign which reads Balor's Rune. Next to this is another shop made from planks of wood to create a relatively small shack. Unlike the rune shop, there's no torches outside, it's only lit by the passive light of Balor's rune torch. The only identifying characteristics is a hand-carved wording etched into the top of the doorframe that reads Catalusis. Directly opposite, so on your right side, are two more shops, but oddly enough, they seem to occupy a single building. The overall length of the building seems to be about the same as the shops opposite it. However, there are two doors on either end of the stone building, and above the two doors are two signs, written in identical handwriting. Re weapons by Silvis, and armour by Sivlis. And the final shop appears to be placed a little bit oddly, in front of the path at a slight angle. So, whereas the road continues and curves slightly, this building almost seems like it's plonked, kind of like in the actual curve itself, blocking off the rest of the dark area. There are two guards to the either side of the building, and they're kind of positioned on the road itself. It looks like they are... They, if you approach them, they will probably stop you, from the looks of them. And although it looks like it, it... Although it looks like there is nothing beyond this point, you can make out, even further in the distance, a couple more buildings in the darkness. But it's very difficult to see these. And the shop itself, considering it's out of place in position, it also seems just generally out of place. It's a log cavern. And there is a finely crafted sign that hangs next to the door and reads Magus Scientia. What language is that? I mean, realistically, it's Latin. Oh. But in this, it is... I think I said it was Elvish. Uh, can I translate it then? Because that's one of my languages. Yeah, go for it. Oh, wait, I yeah, I have it. to... Yeah, you have to translate <laughs> Magic and science. Yes. Ah, magic and science. Mm. Sorry, I completely fucking blanked there for a second. Just, so, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I knew what that means. 
Can so I walk a, towards the one that is um, something rude? I yeah, I was going to. I'll, I'll just quickly list off what the shops are now that I've given you the description. Basically, you have a rune shop. You have a. So, Catalusis is kind of like an odds and ends type of shop. Um, weapons and armor are the other two shops. And the last shop is a magic and science shop. I'm going to head towards weapons and armor. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'll do the same. I'll head into the armors of Syphilis. I'll probably have to check too. I'll do the rune shop and then the Catalusis one, I think. Okay, uh, let me just decide who I'm going to follow on this. Syphilis, Joe, you'll know all about that, won't you? I'm going to follow with Ezador to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Just so that... You can remember the two of you whilst this happens. It's weapons by Silvis and armor by Sivlis. Silvis and Sivlis. So, Ezidor, you are walking to Balor's Rune, yes? Yes. So, yeah, as you approach it, you see that the building in front of you looks crude, as though it has been, like I said, directly carved out of the cabin itself. There is a single torch in front of it, emanating a small amount of light. Oddly, it doesn't look like flames, but this light itself is lighting up the battered wooden sign that reads Balor's rune. Hmm. Intriguing. I will connect up the door and walk in. Yep. So as you open the door, it opens with a large kind of creaking noise. It is a bit difficult to push open, given it is a large stone door. Shop! But as you open it up, it opens into a small room. Surprisingly, though, the furniture's wooden, though they are completely covered in stones of varying sizes. There's shelves that line the entire shop, which are also covered in runes. In the centre of the room is a small figure. He's hunched over a desk, kind of <clears throat> carving into a rock. As you approach, the rock lights up and it sends a brilliant blue light just sparking into the room, covering the entire room in a light blue hue. The glow fades and once more the room is plunged back into relative darkness. Hello there. <laughs> uh, what can I do for you? Well... I don't know. Maybe nothing. Maybe everything. But yeah, I've, uh, I... I've, uh, I have a bit of a problem. I wondered if you could help me with maybe. I don't know if runes is the way to go. I what? What is the problem exactly then? Do well, you can help you, see, you out on this. You see this? Uh, I'm going to show the stone, black it's stone, kind of... the glow, veins running through it. So this little dwarf just kind of stomps up to you, just kind of reaches up, grabs it. Ah, it's a stone. I'm just going to quickly take it off him. <laughs> yes, this stone is really important, you see, because it stops bad things happening if I don't have it. If I have it. If I have it, bad things don't happen. Okay. Yes. And when I'm in Salt Harbor, that... that crystal stone thing stops this from working and I was just wondering if you would have anything that would keep this working even if I was in its vicinity 
Mm. So, what you're saying is that with the crystal up there, your stone don't work. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I get what you're on about. However, you're not really looking for runes on that one. You're looking for another uh, another new mine crystal. A new mine crystal? Right. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey. Uh, and where would one find that? I've been told there may be somewhere down here. Well, it's not fucking here. It'll be a... Uh, uh, that fucking bald twat. What's his name? It's one of the magic shops. The magic shops? Hey. Well, okay. Um, do you have any runes? <laughs> it just kind of looks around. No, I ain't got any runes, obviously. See, oh. is a tailor's. Oh, well, I'm okay for clothes. I will see you later then. See you later. <laughs> just kind of, as you're clinking away, just like, you fucking idiot. Dink, dink, dink. Would be some runes in a rune shop. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll move on. We'll move on to Ezard, uh, not Ezardor, Deeks and Gregor. So are you two heading to the armor and weapon shop? Did you say? Yes, I'm going into the armor of uh, Phil Vilvis. Silver. Armor by Sivlis. Ah, Siv. So you're going into the armor shop, yes? Yes. Okay. So as you approach it, you approach a large double building. And, yeah, it looks like a single building. It's split in the middle. And there's a door on either side. Like I say, there is a sign that says armor by Sivlis. And on the other side, the side that you're not on, there's a sign that says weapons by Silvis. Unlike most of the buildings that you've seen in this area so far, this one has very intricate stonework, indicating some care and time has gone into the construction of it. Warm light streams out of both sets of windows, and above the uh, above the doors, the signs are both well illuminated. Well, I'm heading into the right side door then. So you're entering into the weapon shop. No armor, sorry. Oh, okay, so you're both entering into armor. Hmm. Yeah, yes. Okay. Oh yeah, I did set armor on the right side. Apologies. Uh, the door opened very smoothly, and you are met with the warming sight of a fire in a hearth to the left of the building. So where the join would be. Surprisingly, the ceiling is quite high and the shop itself seems quite large. Directly in front of you, you can see a counter made of ornate wood with what appears to be a dark elf stood behind it. Behind him, and you, are numerous mannequins, each sporting different sets of armour. Hello there. Uh, hello? Hello there, greetings. Hello. Are you well? Uh, oui, oui. Uh, bon. Monsieur Bon. I am good. How about you? Ah. Nah, not too bad. That's a very interesting accent. Where does it come from? Uh, my elven homeland. Like all of the uh, elves. Ah, 
Ah, very interesting. Whereabouts? <laughs> I do not think that that is uh, pertinent information for you. No, 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 of course, of course. Um, I was just wondering, could you have anything... Uh, what do you call, what's the word called? Uh, we, attune, attunement? Attuned, attune, yes. Att yes. Uh, I was wondering, could you attune certain items? Oh, wee, oui, wee, oui. he kind of claps his hands and he kind of like slides from the side so that he is like pretty much stood next to you. You can see that he is quite small. He's actually smaller than you by a fair bit. He's about 5'5". Five five. Yeah. Um, he's very thin. His face is very sharp with large ears that come out to a point and some thin yet very defined jaw lines and very pronounced cheekbones rising quite high. He is coloured an obsidian colour and his hair is very white. It's kind of like wispy going across. And you can see that his eyes are red and his hair, like I said, it, it's wispy but very short. His body is very thin and wiry. He looks, if he wasn't doing armour, he could be a gymnast. And he's wearing some scaled black armour on his torso and legs. Which almost look reptilian. And as he moves across the side towards you, as the light from the fire hits him, the black scales turn a brilliant shade of green. He's also wearing a fantastic cape, the inner lining of which is dark red, and the outer returns the black aesthetic. Ah. Oh, just, and I just pull out my ring of invisibility. Could you have this attuned? Oh, we, we, uh... Attuned to yourself, yes? Yes, yes. Whenever I put ah, it on, it seems the ring disappears, but not the not the holder. Ah, We, we, give me uh, a few minutes and uh, it's, it'll be done, yes. Ah, fantastic. I just hand him the ring. He kind of looks at it. Uh, oh, awesome money. Uh, 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 50 gold. How much? 50 gold, ah, yes. I'll just reach in my bag. Good. Very good. It just kind of plonks away into the back of your head, like, tink, 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 as he hammers away. And he comes back out and presents you the ring. Yeah. Just pop the ring back on. Uh, Deeks, are you next to him? Yeah. Roll me a perception with disadvantage, please. Disadvantage, yes. Fifteen. So you see him put the ring on, and almost the second he does, there's a whip, and there's a faint shimmer where his outline is. If you hadn't seen him put the ring on, you would not know where he is right now. Has it worked? Has it worked? Why, you're invisible. Ah, clearly, yeah. <laughs> <end. laughs> See, it's... Well, so I, just take the, I just take the ring back off <laughs> again. Delian, uh, you are welcome. Ah, thank you very much. Delian, Delian. Et tu, mon petit ami? He says, gesturing towards Beaks. Could be. Oui, oui. Uh, yes, I wonder if, 
I wondered if you have any uh, armor in my size. Hmm. Hmm. It's generally something that needs to be custom made. But we can I have a look uh, at the armor as well. Yeah. So you're just kind of walking around. Have you still got your ring of invisibility on? No, no, no. I took it off. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you're walking around and you're seeing various sets of armor. Some looking reptilian. Some looking like they're made out of plate, like chain plate and chain mail. Some are glowing slightly. Some have blue hues. As as you're kind of looking and like moving the armor around, all of it feels very well made. Um, however, Sivlis turns and looks down at Dix. Oh, Malcher Rosmond. Je ne pas de petite armor. That is to say, I do not. I have not made any armor one such as yourself, mon ami. So. Uh, Marianne, uh, I could, uh, if you would like to peruse the shop uh, and decide on the armament, I could maybe get it to you in a few hours. Hours? Oh, more than adequate. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll take a browse. So I'll walk oh, around and oui, oui. uh, see what kind of options there are, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if yeah. I'm looking for something metallic or leather. So let's see what the options are. So let me roll this because it's been a while since you guys have been into the proper shop. First <laughs> time for this guy. Mm. Sorry, my uh, my usual tool has broken, so that's great. Oh. Mm, it's great. I found it. Doesn't matter. Nope, it doesn't matter, that doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, so... There are... Four main sets of armour that you can see around you. There are more, obviously, on the shelves and on the walls themselves, but in terms of the mannequins, there are four main ones. There is one that, yes, looks like it is made out of leather. It is quite tight black leather, which seems very thinly sewn together as you approach it nothing really happens there doesn't appear to be any glowing or anything um Sivlis sees you looking at that ah wee oui, wee oui, that is our uh, our uh, basic armor it, uh, it is a little for you but uh, non-magical properties uh, is this one? Is this one? He kind of gestures over to the scale male one. Uh, it's kind of like got a nice blue hue to it. Um, it's got a chest piece that has blue scales, but the bottoms of it, the trousers essentially, don't have these scale males, but they've got kind of like a black inner going up from the inside of the legs to the crotch, whilst the outside is a very, very dark teal blood. Uh, yes, this will... Uh, uh, improve your uh, general um, it protects you when you uh, attack we and uh, uh, makes you um, you, you know how uh, when you, you 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 swim with armor it weighs you down as this will uh, do the opposite make better for uh, swimming we uh, if that is not your, um, I don't um, think I'm doing deal. Swimming. Not, not, uh, 
there anything else specific before I show you the other two? Uh, it's more the it's more like a light armor and I wasn't looking for anything with magical properties, but I, uh, I don't mind having a scan. No, we we I do have a. Depends on price, of course. No, we we of course. Uh, price is doing it. Um, we. Um, I do have this one. A kind of like gestures behind him, and you can see that this one also looks like leather. However, as he walk as you walk towards it, you especially deep feel a slight kin not kinship towards it, but you feel slightly drawn towards it as you're kind of like approaching. Ah, wee oui, wee, oui, as this is a special level made up of mushrooms from Belita's forest. Wee, oh. oui, it is a uh, it's meant for um. Still, yes. We uh, again when you are wearing the armor and it is all clink clink. Uh, normally, people can hear this. Yes, we. Yes. Uh, this, however, does not. Uh, um, yes. Mm, mm. Scenario. I, I must say, I need to help it. Yeah, we we are perfect for voir. Uh, additionally, um, if you are, um, um, it might work for you actually being so small of stature. If you are uh, killed, is something that is um, a few sizes above you. Then, uh, if you then uh, were to cast a healing spell, uh, it would be double. Mm. I think I will take it. Mm. So there's also a few other uh, bonuses. However, they uh, will not become apparent until you have uh, used the armor for some time. Uh, me and Monfrey, uh, uh, Sylvis, have uh, a joke where we say um, it becomes legendary. You'll get legendary properties. However, that, that is where that it happens. Okay, am I allowed to know the stats on this? Meta-wise, yes, you are. Yes. Um, I can't tell you about the legendary stats because, like no, I say, that's basically how it, how it would increase my AC. Um, so it is designed to be stealthy. It does not impart disadvantage on stealth rolls. The armor allows the wearer to double their healing spells effect immediately after killing a creature two sizes above them, mm. and it also has a plus one bonus to AC. Yes. The the main draw of this armor is mainly the stealthiness and your the fact that if you take down something two sizes above you, which being a gnome, you're small, I think, aren't you? If you take down a large creature, then you are able to double any healing spells. Hmm. Okay. Plus one to AC. Yes. You said yeah. Um, and how much for this piece? Uh, this is a um, special piece. Uh, how is uh, hmm. Kind of starts wrapping his fingers against his face. I like you, Mon Petit. Uh, uh, how about uh, one twenty gold? We oui, we. Oui. I don't. I quite think I can afford 120. Uh, I could possibly afford 100. 
I would allow on un- hundred, but just the armor. However, you, you understand who understand, of course. Uh, I must uh, alter if it's your statue. Would your um, yes. ami be able to lend you the money? Is, is, is the 20 for the alterations? We oui, we. Oui. Do I hear this? Uh, if you want to roll perception, you can. I'll give it a try. Twelve. You can tell that they're talking. Yeah, I'll just carry on walking them. Uh, Gregor did not hear the conversation. He's just walking around the shop still. This is okay if you cannot uh, afford it. Um, there are other ones. I just think that this will, uh, will suit you the most. Uh, how about uh, 110 all in? Hmm. Do you have any other items by chance? This was uh Um, I do, but they're all worth more than ten gold. Well you could uh well use them instead of the hundred gold. No, I would rather not. Hmm. Uh, fairly well, fairly well. This is, is my own. Um okay, hundred and twenty. Ah oh, we we Trebian, Trebian. He uh, just kind yeah, of. Pop- I'll hand over 120. Yep. So, so you, you had the gold the whole time. Yeah, it was just you trying to. <laughs> so yeah, you hand over the gold to him. Fine, he's only 20. Ah, good, very good. Uh, two front regrets. Uh, this purchase. Um, if you'd like to come back uh, in a few hours, then they will be you, altered. You, you don't need. You, uh, you do not need to take alterations now. He just kind of looks up and down. I just made them. Oh, you need to make this armor, of course, yes. We, we, we. I have uh, taken the uh, measurements by uh, oh, have you? just I points to his eye. Eyeballing. There's a trait from Mon Fuer et I. Because I like one fit, I think I would prefer. Uh, I can take the measurements again if you wish. Yes, with just closes one eye and leans in, looks up and down. Wee, wee, wee. And so forth. Yes? Wee, 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 wee. Wee, wee. Mon Flair is. Is this this guy for real? I'm still looking at the armor at this point. (laughs) Yeah, you're just looking at uh, Gregor's like, ooh. Yes, uh, do not worry, Mon Flair, I have been. Making weapons and armor for a decade now, we are uh, able okay, to okay. size up. I, I will trust. I will trust. Uh, One shot. Two hours? Totally. Uh, three. Wee, oui, wee, oui, wee. Oui. Okay. Is that uh, everything for you, Manfred? Possibly not, actually. Oh, okay, okay. What, what else is on display other than let's what let chess players and things what else is on? 
it's main it's pretty much armor any... in this just gone are there any boots there's a couple of boots on the floor yeah well not on the Is floor it... but you like displayed anything with a, with, a, with a similar kind of pelt sorry can you repeat that anything with a similar kind of pelt uh the mushroom kind of pelt yeah. uh There is actually yes. Um, so as you walk around, you can see that there are some boots on the floor, and they look as though um, they look as though they look as though I've just punched my microphone. They look as though they are made of the same mushroomy leather material. However, unlike the others, they have a very light green hue to them. You can see that there are various um, twine basically wrapping up and over it and across almost looking almost making it look like leaves um, there's kind of like a brown bracer on the front of each of these boots and straps which also look to be made out of this mushroom leather um, yeah he's, he's not interested uh, turn around and walk out there okay Oliver I'll see you in. The, I'm just looking at the armor. After after Deeks has left, then he sees that you're still looking around and just kind of literally pops up next to you. Ah, oh, um, good day, sir. Is there anything I can uh, wish to help you with? Ah, uh, yes. I'm just having a look around at the moment. Uh, just looking, just looking at the armor. Can I just have a look at the armor and see what you've got? Yeah. So. You see the one that Dix just saw, the um, the kind of blue scale male one. He kind of he's showing, he's kind of like waving his hand around. Uh, that one, unfortunately, has just been bought. However, uh, there's a standard leather one. Unfortunately, Malthus Rosemont does not uh, do too much in terms of additional properties. Uh, it is okay for uh, protection though. Uh, we have this one, and he just kind of leans back again. And you see another piece of armor. It looks like it's made from one one piece essentially. So whereas the leather one looks like leather sewn together, chainmail obviously looks like chainmail. This looks like just one piece, fully on itself. And as you look towards it. It is almost obsidian black, but the closer you look, there are kind of like almost little stars in there. Hmm. I like the look uh, of this one. Yeah, yes, this is a this is a um, special one. Almost. Uh, this is my uh, well, this is not my uh, best armor. However, I am yeah, I like this one. It is a uh, it it is wonderful putting on and and taking off. Uh, quickly, uh, half the normal times that one would do. Uh, if you will find yourself attacked by plants, then uh, uh, the damage will be halved. Nice. Uh, additionally, uh, we are able to move um, faster for mm -hmm. 10 minutes, three times a day. It. Uh, Mellow's one does not really provide much um, 
not provide much on protection or generally though. Mm -hmm. There are um there are as I said to Dublin, um legends daily. Um no properties to this. Uh, however mm -hmm. it is not um often that um that it occurs for people. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Uh, just a meta at the moment. Is that armor lighter than my uh, scale mail? It will be, yes. Also, continuing on meta, it's gone fucking German again. Has it? Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to have French speaking German people. Fuck it. Yeah. It's going to continue That's leading right. into this. It's a made up language. Of oh course. Yeah, right, I was yes. uh, yeah, just saying that. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Can I have the uh, little bit stats of it? Yes, stat wise, uh, meta stat wise, it is designed for ease of putting on, taking off. It takes half the normal time. So obviously, normally when you're putting on, taking off armor, it should take a little bit of time to do so. Mm -hmm. Generally, that won't matter unless you're in the speed of combat and stuff like that. Um, any damage dealt by plants is halved. You are able to double your foot speed for 10 minutes a day, three times a day. But it doesn't have any pluses to your AC. No plus to the AC. No, there's also other legendary things. However, they won't be unlocked for... Well, you've not unlocked them yet. Right. Um, I just turned to him and it's like, do you have anything a bit more protection? Maybe against undead? Mm, undead, you say? Uh... Hmm. One moment. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. He's saying it's kind of like just tapping his hand. Uh, hmm. Uh, how about uh, celestials, Mom? Celestials. Here, celestials. That's celestial. Uh, angels. angels. We oui, we oui. no no not uh, okay. Um, how about mm, no 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 uh, no And he's just kind of you see that he's just now he's turned his back to you and he's kind of tapping his foot on the floor and hitting his face a little bit. Non non non. Adolescents non. Uh, non, non, non. Just turns, non. Nothing I at have all. Non, uh, not specifically for uh, for uh, undead. Mm -hmm. Uh, generally we, but non for undead specifically. Uh, I possibly could with some time, but just mm -hmm. as our pre-made ones, non. Malawalus ones. Hmm, interesting. Do you take do you do orders? Uh, we 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 uh take requests. Right, yes. I de I definitely want some armor. Not too heavy. I want to be able to sneak with it. But just uh, maybe a bit of a mm. Yes, something uh, that resists undead. Right, one second, I will write this down. So, 
he kind of he kind of gets a note like a little notepad out from his like clothes. We sort of you want you want sort of light armor. We stealthy. We um yeah, I would say so. Yes. Uh, resistance towards uh, the mode, we, we? Yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, anything else? Mm, I think that'll do. Oh! Could you perhaps maybe imbue the armor with a bit of silver as well? Hmm? Uh, we, of course, but uh, why? What is the... Uh... Well, that you are wishing for. Silver is very good against undead. Hmm. Wee wee just kind of hits his head of course, of course. That's all. Uh, how much would this cost me, would you say? Hell. Uh, hmm. Just kind of looks up and down. Do you need it weak or non, non so weak? Uh, as soon as possible, if that's mm. alright. Mm. Okay. Uh, mm. Okay. Starts tapping his head again. With, sil- uh, with silver, yes? Yes, yes. Mm. 2500 gold. 2500? Oui, oui, oui. Hmm. I'll just take a minute to think about this, just scratching my head a bit. You are asking a lot of uh, properties. You are wanting it to be um, light and uh, stealthy. But uh, it's uh, uh, sturdy for the undead resistance and silver too. Yes, yes. Just a it all bit builds. of all builds. No, up. that's absolutely fine. Uh, how soon do you think you can have this made? Uh, well, this is the uh, festival more. Um, Are you joining in the festival? Mm, not so officially. Uh, hmm. We do not get business down here on on festival days. Um, I'll ah. be I'll be um, in 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 the clouds. Uh, I tell you around. what. Um, since you don't get much business down here, how about I throw in another 500? Oh, we really? can get it done tomorrow. His eyes just kind of widen. No, 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 no. That is uh, impossible. Is that impossible? Oui, 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 oui. It's extra 500. Uh, I could get it to you uh, day after tomorrow. So the hmm. day after the festival. Oui. Yes, deal. I'll do that. Ah. Then. So that ranks up to about 3,000. 3,000, yes. Ah, Shlibian, Shlibian, just holds out his hand to shake. Mm, I shake just, it, and I just reach into my bag of holding, and I grab out 3,000. Oh, Monami, mo- Monami, uh, deposit. You do not need to pay the full amount yet. Uh, ah, just 300. No, 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 no. Just kind of like clutching his chest. No, no, no. Uh, 10%, 300. Ah, oh, yeah, that's absolutely fine. So, yeah, I'll give him. How much was it? 300? 300, yeah. Yeah, I'll give him 300. Fantastic, he says as he takes the coins off you. Is that uh, everything for you? 
Uh, I believe so. I'm, I'll nip into the next door and see if there's any decent swords or weapons in the next area. Ah, wee, wee, wee. So as you exit, and I shut down some of these tabs that I've got open. As you exit out of the door, you look right in front of you. Deek, are you still outside? Yeah, wondering. And Ezadar, are you outside? Yes. Okay. Who's doing what then? I know Gregor is obviously heading into the swordsmith. Mm-hmm. I was going to head into the uh, the end shop that you mentioned, the Magus. Shentia, yep. And how about you, Ezador? That's probably where I'm going. I need magic and science, so. Mega Shentia. Oh. Yeah. Magic and science, yeah. Okay, we'll stick with Gregor for now then, because he's just going straight next door. So, Gregor, you see Ezador and Deeks kind of walking down the path towards the log cabin. However, as you look around, you see, yeah, you see that the door right next to you is leading to the weaponsmith. Right. I'll just, yeah, I'll just walk straight in then. The door opens smoothly, and you are met with the warming sight of a fire in a hearth to the right of the building. Surprisingly, the ceiling is quite high and the shop itself seems quite large. Directly in front of you, you can see a counter made out of ornate wood, with what appears to be a dark elf stood behind it. Between him and you are numerous mannequins, each wielding a different weapon. Uh... Hello. Ah, oh, fun, fun morning. Uh, I've forgotten how you say hello in French. Bonjour. God, how did I forget bonjour? <laughs> yeah, uh, he just looks up. Oh, bonjour, bonjour. Ah, uh, yes, I'm looking for a weapon. Ah, uh, mon ami. Welcome to the collect shop. Uh, weapons uh, by... I, just, I was going to say, can I just... Uh... I'll, I'll say, I'll just say, I'm looking for something uh, against undead again. Uh, why do you say again? I went, I went next door. Uh, oh, mon flair, mon flair, wee, 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 wee. Uh, undead, undead. Uh, it just kind of holds this oh, turn for a couple this, of seconds. Can I, I was going to say, as he's doing this, can I uh, pull out my quarter staff? And mace and put them on the table. I would like to sell these. Oh, we, we, we. If you tell me how much they are, I will uh, I'll let you know. Ah, uh, oh, cost. Here we go. Zero point two gold pieces. That would be twenty gold pieces. Uh, twenty silver pieces. And then the quartz star. Another oh, no, is. That is five gold pieces. So, yeah, he kind of looks at them, but a bit of I'll give you four gold pieces for both. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, flabby the end, flabby the end. I wanted a um, you wanted a uh, undead weapon, we? Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, mm, okay, okay. Just kind of starts. He walks away from the mannequins. I oh, ignore the mannequins. They are um, show pieces. Real ones are in the back. Uh, if you give me uh, uh, a, a second, I will bring out some things for you. Lovely. Thank you very much. Mm. 
here. And he comes out and he's holding a... It looks like just a general stick. Like, similar to your quarter stuff. Uh, this looks like the stick. We? Yes. Holds one half and grabs the other and just pulls it. And out pops a very thin blade. This is a undead bane. As he unsheaths it, you kind of hear like an almost spiral type of noise come out of it. Uh, this will allow you to. Um, this will allow you to have better attacks against undead. However, it has the um, downside. That uh, it would draw the dead towards you. Ah, okay. its purpose is for slaying undead. So if they are undead, it is like, hello, I am here. So that you can slay hmm, the undead. Interesting. Hmm. Is there anything else? Wee wee wee. Oh, one moment. Sorry, I've got some fucking caught in my chest. <laughs> no worries. Frog in your throat. Pretty much, Christ. Hey! hey. I got that. <laughs> you hear, like, just clinking around, and then he comes out pulling, like, literally dragging. You hear, like, <laughs> a, um, a giant warhammer. Uh, this is called Life Drinker. It is um, Warhammer. It's old heat harder against undead. And uh, it, uh, it needs to do a certain amount of damage every time it hits. So, metal Can I go and grab the hammer? Is that alright? Yep. As you grab it, you see that the top of the hilt kind of has this very nice kind of leather wrapping around it. Do you wrap your hands around it? It feels very soft to touch. Okay. The actual yeah. staff part of it, so the wooden part, um, is very, it's been varnished to a high sheen. And it is a good six feet, maybe, five, six feet. It's a, it's a long old pole for it. Mm-hmm. And on the bottom is a very large, it almost looks like just a giant stone that is carved with intricate like carvings around the side of it. And on the edges are various metal spikes. I like this. I just give it a little thingy just in my hands. I like this hammer. So it's, it's a little bit heavy, but given how you are, you're able to wield it quite easily. Although you do feel like you would have to use it two-handed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, can I have the proper stats for it? Yes, so... The Life Drinker. It is a Warhammer that generally gives you a plus one to your attacks. However, against the Undead, it gives you a plus one and advantage. However, the Hammer always takes at least ten points of damage on every successful hit. If you hit... For every point of damage that is dealt under 10, the wielder takes the damage instead. I think that is 
potentially just a general Warhammer damage, but give me one second and I'll let you know. Okay, so it will deal 2d10's worth of damage. But, just to remember, if you deal less than 10 points of damage on your rolls, you will take the difference. So say, like, if you roll 6, you will take 4 points of damage. Right, right. Is this all against uh, undead, or is this everything? Everything. Everything? So, the undead gives you advantage and a plus 2 to your attack. Ah, plus 2. Yeah, to your attack rolls. Whereas normally you don't get advantage, but you only get a plus one against that. Hmm. How much for this? Well, this is um, special, I think. As you can tell, very large, very, very special. Um, with 4,000. 4,000? Wee wee, 4,000 gold. I'll take it! Oh, Slybian, Slybian! He's very happy at this. Just clap slightly, or Slybian. Um, I have, um, 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 what else? I like how I'm spending all of, um, Rag's gold at this point. Pretty much. Uh, I have, um, mm, no, 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 if you're using Warhammer, you do not need the, uh, shield, no? No. 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 Oh, oh, I have, um, mm, you, uh, cast spells during your films? I would, yes. Yeah, I cast a couple of spells, just a couple of healings, um, and some damage. Okay, okay. I have um, an amulet that will grant a... Um, when you use offensive spells, it will make it so it's more likely to hit uh, undead. But it uh, drains you until you sleep. It drains, what, it drains when I sleep? No, no, it drains you until you sleep. Ah. Hmm. Oui. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think I'll stick with the hammer at this point. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, is that everything, though? Uh, yes, that's everything. Is mm. there this also on here as well, the hammer? No, it's a homebrew one. I will have to send ah. you that after the session. Brilliant. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I'll just I'll just pay for that then. Yeah. So yeah, you think down the money to him. How much was it? Three thousand. Four thousand. Four thousand. We go. Let me just Not it. copy this across for you. I can send it across in a second. Yeah. That's fine. So yeah, as you as you're kind of like thanking him for it, and he's just kind of waving you out. Uh, you exit, and we will head to we will head to Deeks and Isidore. Okay, so Deeks and Isidore, you've made your way to the end of the shops and you've found the out of place one, the the log carriage log carriage? Log cabin basically. As you walk towards the sign that says Mega Scientia, the door opens by itself and another warm light spills out onto the cabin floor. 
uh, I'm just going to be, bra- to be honest, I'm browsing, so I'm not uh, direct to myself, to the shopkeeper at all. Okay. I'm, but you, I'm looking for the shopkeeper. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, once you're inside, you're met by a roaring fire set against the wall and some comfy-looking chairs, like proper plush-looking chairs. And there's a human, he looks slightly bedraggled, kind of like just searching around the place. On the walls are numerous stats and a long counter that displays various ones. To the walls, that, two of the walls that do not have the fireplace aligned completely with bookcases below the staffs, each of which are just filled to the brim with books and piled up scrolls. And the wall behind the counter has two glass-faced cabinets, each of which house numerous vials and bottles with numerous different coloured liquids inside. Um, hello there. <laughs> oh, oh. Just kind of jumps as you say that. Oh, customers. Christmas, yes, 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 yes. What can I, um, do for you? Yes, what can I do for you? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's, uh, let, let's see if I can explain this a bit better than I did before. See this stone? Uh, it just kind of reaches forward, takes the stone, holds it to his eye. Yes, I see it. It's there. Yes. Yep. I'm now going to take it back off him. Just kind of lets it go. <laughs> His eyes still wide. Oh, oh, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yes, yes I, I, I saw the stone. Yes. It's a nice stone. Pretty. Black. In the depths of hell. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I've got another one. <laughs> another one? <laughs> Second sharp glance. A bit of a grin. That's another fucking psycho. Well, you see, this, this, this stone has special properties. That, oh, okay. I, that helped me with a little problem that I have, which normally isn't a problem until I get in touch. Have you got any new my crystals? <laughs> I might do actually. Yes. Can I have a look at that rock again, just to see if it will work with what I've got? Uh, yes, sure. Because this doesn't again. work. This doesn't work, you see, when it's in the vicinity of that big thing up there. Oh yes, it's working now, isn't it? And his eye is kind of like, it's glowing blue as he looks at it. Definitely working now, yes, yes, yes. Opens his other one and you can see it's bright yellow glowing as well. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh, oh! Oh! There's a dark spirit tied to that. (laughs) Well, yes, indeed. Very dark. It's actually tied in me. His eyes just kind of widen, this bright yellow and bright blue eye just widens. And he's kind of like unkempt eyebrows raise as high as he can. He kind of just grabs his hair and just pulls it back. Just like, oh, that's not good, is it? Oh, yes. no, 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 it's not. And you can see his hair as he pulls it back. There's just streaks of grey in there. He's got like, he looks very run down. He's got like a five o'clock shadow. And he's got a very tattered, faded red robe. Oh, oh. how did that happen? Well, long story. Uh, oh, I think it's it anyway. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> well, basically, yes, it yes, got yes, it yes. got stuck on me, and it's become a permanent problem of mine. And it's not a problem when I've got this thing. But so, do you want him play? split or split? Yes, removed from you. <laughs> what you can do that? I mean, not immediately, but uh, yes, yes, yes. Of course, I can. I am Robert Chesterlake, the greatest mage in Saltara. 
Oh, uh, you would have to be the greatest mage in Ixen. Yeah, probably. Some people would say yes, 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 yes. Because I've seen many people and they pretty much said it's stuck. <laughs> yes, but I'm not many people, am I? Just kind of like staring off into the distance. I am Robert. I'm not many people, I'm Robert Chesterley. My dicks, have you heard of this fellow? <laughs> I have not. Oh, well, are you very well versed in many things, my small friend? Oh, I, I just see you, saw you there. In somewhat, yes. Hmm. So do you know who I am, Robert Chesterley? No, I do not. Hey, you do not know everything, do you? I didn't say I know everything. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I forgot what you said, to be quite honest. I know what is, mm. what is, what is meant to know. What is meant to be known. But... Well, I have to say, what you boast is quite amazing. It's uh, sort of incredible, if you know what I mean. Um, Incredible is what I do. He... Yes, yes. Uh, I'm just not. I'm yes. not sure. No offense to you, but no, none taken. I might need a little convincing that you can do such a thing. Okay, okay, okay. Um, how can I convince you? Just kind of whips his head like very enthusiastically between the two of you. What can I do to convince you that I am the greatest mage in this land? Um. Uh... Oh, I know, I know. I could detach my thumb from my hand. Please do. Amaze me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So he kind of holds his thumb out. He holds his hand out like this and holds his thumb out. You can see him grab it with his finger. And... Oh, crap, I can't even have to do it in real life. You know what? I'm going to roll for this to see if he does it decently. <laughs> Yes, that's the one. Uh, how do you? <laughs> well, you are so quite one hand like that. Yep. astounding. <laughs> and then the other hand like that. Above. Ah! There you go. What does that do? It's like your like your fingers getting removed. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll for him. If yeah. he gets lower than a thirteen, he does it exactly how I've just done it, which is terrible. <laughs> if he gets above a 15, he does it semi-convincingly. <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit. Just so you guys can see exactly what I wrote. <laughs> the actual one. He actually nope. chops his finger off. <laughs> and he dies. Uh, you guys have seen that I've literally reached there and reached here. So there is no chance of pushing. <laughs> so just to enunciate on what is happening, I'm sending the group a uh, quick oh. picture of the roll that he's just rolled. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> Deeks and Ezador, it's this very <laughs> hyperactive yet forgetful magician, says to you, he can remove his thumb from his finger, his thumb from his hand and replace it. You see as he kind of holds his hand out and it looks like he moves his thumb all the way off of his hand. It wiggles around a little bit in his other hand. He places it back and his thumb has reattached. You see? Who else could detach that thumb like this? No one! <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Maybe they could. 
Hmm. Yes. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Your stone, maybe, yes, that was it, the stone. Yes, maybe I don't acquire quite such an elaborate service. <laughs> okay, okay. So, but you wanted to work with the new mine crystal? Uh, I, yes, I basically want it to be able to keep doing what it's doing, even when mm. I'm around that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, uh, mm. Do I have a new mine? I might have a new mine. Just kind of starts muttering to himself and starts walking behind the counter and you can hear a lad as he kind of opens a chest you hear just stuff being thrown around no that's not a new mine is that the new no 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 what was looking new mine no however well i kind of have no i don't have a new mine no 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 you stay back there it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine that's barking a little bit at that. Not like a dog barking, it's fine. I can assume that magic can happen in this shop then. Yes, magic can happen anywhere in the dark area. Yes, of course. Um... I'm going to turn around to Deeks and go, what are you thinking? Because this might be my only shot. (laughs) Now I might have this. Just for for a laugh. This could work. Sorry, gone just as a laugh. No, I, just for a laugh, I was just going to cast mirror image. Oh, that. Uh, after I mean, that you, response, you can if you want. Yeah, just for a laugh. Just after that response, it creates three illusionary duplicates of myself, uh, and I just wanted to send one of them. I took I, one of them at each side of him, looking over and say, "You sure you don't need help with that?" He just kind and of stand the and my actual self next to Ezidor. All three of us say at the same time. You sure you don't want help with that? So, <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to triplicate your voice. Oh yes. I'm. I'm gonna fucking. Tri- I'm gonna cut this little part of the discussion out. But I'm gonna fucking triplicate your voice for this. <laughs> um, so he just kind of no, no, no. Realizes it's coming from both sides and behind him. Just kind of hears. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Head back in the chest, and then realizes he heard it from the other side. Just looks, backs towards the chest, looks both sides. I'm just smiling at him from Ezidor's side. Just turns around, looks back towards Ezidor, sees you there, sees three of you at this point. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How is he? I'll There's hold three my of them. In there. <laughs> Three of them. Okay, my my little known, <laughs> my little known friend. Can you? Uh, it kind of leans back towards where the main form of Deeks is, I guess. I can don't, he? He won't know. He won't be able to tell. He just he just leans back towards where Ezador is and shouts towards Deeks. Then, do all three of these move independently? Yeah, they can move at my will. Oh, all great! Three of us say that. Ah. Oh, oh, I thought that was that. Okay, I tell you what, my small fellow, he kind of pulls out a ring with like a little black gem on it. Could you give this to your friend? Yes? Yes. Yes, yeah, sure. sure. All three Fantastic. hands pulled out. <laughs> How did you teleport from your friend to here? Seeing as Deeks was, one form of Deeks was stood next to Ezador. Yeah, no, I mean, just being all three hands hold out. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it to the one on the she, left. She's wisely. 
let's go and let's go with the ring and it drops downwards towards the left hand. Okay. Is it family? Good, good. If you could give that to um your your friend back there, just gesturing towards Ezador. That might that might I'll do the trick. It. I'll just throw it up to the one on the right. Right one catches it, throws it up next to Ezador. This one catches it. Hmm. And then Interesting. I'll hand it to Ezador. Hey, Ezador. <laughs> Thank you, my triple friend. <laughs> uh, yes, this is quite the trip. This is. So, what's this then? No idea. So Robert kind of like just pushes up and just like, Urgh. okay, okay, okay. Um, could one of you move, please? Yes, 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 yes. I require one of the dwarves to move, please. One of the <laughs> they are not dwarves, not dwarves. You're all very small. Sorry, I I have memory issues. You see, I I uh, all three, all three are around him now. Oh, yes, the gnomes. Little gnomes. gnomes. There we go. I apologise, friends. I did not mean it to be offensive. I just I had a big spell on me when I was young at it. It left my mind a bit... Well, genius, but also... Uh, can you think in five dimensions? Because I do. It's terrifying. Oh, I could imagine. I'll tip mm. the hat and the spell back into one form. Does it kind of, like, merge into one, or do they puff away? Yeah, like a... Yeah. Bit of a wobble on it. As you're wobbling, he kind of like he's kind of crouched down a little bit, peering in. Like he's got his yellow eyes shut and his blue glowing eye appears to be almost spinning. I wonder, do you keep your same body mass when you split like that? Or does it split? And if it does split, do you regain your body mass when you come back together? How does it work? Do the battle um, split? Excuse me. It's an illusion. <laughs> Can't be illusion. The mass. Mass equals energy. Maybe oh, yes, should... yes, 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 yes. <laughs> what happens, Ezido, when you spend too much time... With magic! With magic. It seems See, to me what happens. That. Every oh, time yes. I go to a blooming merchant. <laughs> Which merchant have you met that's like me? Ah. None. You're Good. too magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am, I am, I am. Oh, that, 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 that trick, that duplicating trick is going to keep you awake at night as I spend... Do the particles duplicate? No, 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 we're talking about the ring, the ring, the ring, yes. So this ring, this ring, has the very smallest of chippings from the new mine crystal, the black one. Oh. If you wear it, then as long as you are wearing it, and as long as you don't use it for more than two days at a time, you are able to negate the entire effects of a new mine crystal, any new mine crystal. Including another black new mine crystal. It gets very confusing. Indeed. I've just got mm. to ask though, what ring? Yes. The ring that I gave you just now. I don't. What? You haven't given me a ring, you're looking for one. No, I gave it to your friend who duplicate triplicated himself. That's why I was all like, hey, I can practical. And he chucked it around. I I might forget things, but a a, a a a circus show like that from your little friend? No, not going to forget that. He was juggling the ring around. Oh yes, I was just joking. I was joking. <laughs> mm. His eyes just kind of narrow a little bit towards you. 
the blue one is spinning around more rapidly. It was just your jest between two fellows. So, how much would you like for this item, if indeed it works? Hmm. Well, normally I would charge quite a fair bit for that because it is new mine crystal chipping and everything, but I have seen inside you. I've seen that spirit. And I do not deem that it would be wise for that spirit to just walk around. He'd. Oh. Oh, very cold in there. Oh. How do you do it? Uh, nonetheless, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. I don't even know how you share the body with me. Hmm. It is quite call a it toil. I can imagine. Let's call it 150 gold pieces. Yes, okay, that seems fine to me. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful! <laughs> okay, glorious. Well, if you can give me the 150 gold pieces, then I can give you the ring. Well, you have the ring already, of course, but I can allow you to walk out of the ring. If you if you try to walk out without paying, oh, that would not be good for our neighbours. For any of us? Oh, no, no. Oh, of course, I wouldn't think of such a thing. Take the gold, I'll just give him the So, yeah, you just <laughs> kind of plonk a bunch of gold into his, like, hand. Okay, you don't, don't, don't drop it from the register, so that's fine. Just kind of walks up, just drops all of this gold into the register. You hear, like, just a heavy... As it drops in. Wonderful, wonderful. So, you now have the ring. Yes, yes, yes. Like I said, remember, two days, two days worth of charge. Once it runs out of charge, I, I, well, given the the, the the being that's inside you, um, I would suggest that you probably leave about midway through the second day, and then you just sit outside where the windmill is, because that's where the new mine crystal no longer has any influence, you see, and then you sit there for around about two hours, and they should give you about two days worth of charge on two hours. Oh, that's quite uh, efficient, two hours. Yes. Yes, yes. His eye has stopped. He's started to slow down a little bit with it spinning. Yes. Mm. You I just showed like you that ring, didn't I? Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. Hmm. He's just kind of like humming to himself a little bit. His eye keeps on slowing down until it stops. And he just kind of goes blank for a second, and then looks up. Ah, customer. Yes, yes. How can I help? Yes, I'm just waiting Hello. for my. I'm waiting for my change. Change? What change? You owe me 150. Hmm. Do I know? Do I? Do I? Do I? Do I? Do I? Do I? So I start speeding up a little bit. Do I? Do I? Do I? Did I? Did I? No. Bring to go. No. Was it under go? No. No. I give him the ring. No. I do not owe you change, sir, at all. Yes, you do. You owe me 150. I owe nothing. You gave way. me the exact change. You gave me the exact money. I remember. No, I gave you 300. And... I start spinning around faster and faster again. Is he? Is he kind of trying to comprehend? Nope. Nope. You give me the exact amount. Stop trying to fool me, sir. Please do not try to fool me. I may act like a, a, a an idiot at times with my memory losses, but this eye sees all and remembers all. That's spinning faster. You remember you have memory issues and decide to believe me. <laughs> ah, yes. Your Jedi mind trick. Okay. Your last one of this day. Please roll for me, please. Just your straight up D20. Plus one. <laughs> Can you see it? I can tell that's so a 20. Do that, Teddy. Well <laughs> he, he is definitely in your. Should have gone for a thousand. <laughs> I feel that because it's a natural twenty, 
I still need you to do the persuasion roll, but you already had an advantage. You already have plus three, plus your plus one. So roll with advantage, plus seven. Plus seven. <laughs> yeah, just because that's a nat 20. The rest will be back to plus four with him, but for this specific one... Well, the plus first seven. one's 17, I've just rolled. <laughs> and the next one's two. So 17 plus seven. 24. So what were you saying to him again? Uh, you've decided to believe me because you remember you have memory problems. Uh, no, the, uh, you, you remember you have memory problems and you decided to believe me. <laughs> I remember I have memory problems. His eye keeps on spinning faster and faster and faster. You hear like this insane whirring noise and a little bit of smoke comes out from the bottom of his eye. And then just... Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, this tricky memory of mine. Tricky memory, yes, I... Oh, um, sorry, I, I owe you... Give you the change, you gave me money. How much do I owe you again? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, should I push it? <laughs> 500. <laughs> ah, 500, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I, I'm, it's shocking, I thought I'd only made, like, 200 today. Okay. Just kind of walks over to the chest. And he kind of like starts taking money out and he's counting out. And you see his face kind of drop, just like, oh no. I I don't actually have. Oh no. How did I. I I must have mislaid your money somewhere. I I only have 300 gold today. 300? Um, Yeah, I don't know where. Well, where did it go? I don't know. I, I tell you what, um... Mm-hmm. Have you got anything of value of 200 and just give me the 300 and give me that? Yes, just take your pick. Just take your pick from me. I'm, s- I'm very sorry about that, friend. I don't know what happened. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Just because... I'm not going to let you be an absolute dick over this. I'm going to generate a random item for you to be able to pick up. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm starting to feel like this might be too strong a power that I may have given you. <laughs> oh, the DM is regretting this very quickly. Well, it wasn't at 20, so... <laughs> it was, to Drew. be fair. Drew. Pushed it to a grand. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> don't know. There. I just like that little pause. It's like, how much do you owe me? Should I... <laughs> Oh, cannot give you that. 500? He's just girding me, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> I can give you I'll, I'll this. I'll play with but... such a straight character now. It's like some of, some of rag still comes out. Like, so, <laughs> as a door, as he's like, take anything you want, take what you want. Anything at all. Um, You kind of turn around and you can see this rolled up carpet. Okay. It is quite big. It stands at around about nine foot tall, so it's taller than you. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. It stands at six foot tall, sorry. Got that one wrong. So it is it is about your size, give or take. And as you approach it, it kind of shuffles slightly. Oh, you got a magic carpet. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 that is a, that's a carpet to fly. I, I, I think generally... The, those ones are a little bit more than 200, but uh, just because of, um, I, I, I don't want you to feel misweighed because of my, 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 my forgetfulness, you see? Um, so you, you can take that if you wish. No, no, not at all. I understand we all have our vexes. Um, 
So this and 300, and we'll call it square. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the gold's already on the counter for you. Um, and then yes, just the carpet, and you're you're good to go. Oh, thank you. Sorry about that. You know, I'm I'm uh, really really sorry. Yeah. This memory of mine. No, don't worry. I will give you raving reviews to anyone who asks and points them in this direction. You yeah. just kind of big grin on the say, Thank you, thank you. It's been it's been fantastic to me. But I'm really sorry about my memory again. He's just kind of holding the eye, which is starting to smoke a little bit more now. But, ah, this must be this must be on the fritz. Hmm. Yeah, what is that anyway? <laughs> oh, this 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 is um magic. It it it's it helps it helps with the memory. You see, um certain things trigger it off, and um, when I start when I start um using it more, I, I, my my brain kicks into overdrive and all the things link together and stuff. I, I, I normally use it when I'm dealing with customers, you see. I normally don't need to use it too much. And as he's starting to talk faster, the eye is starting to whir faster again. I don't really need to talk about it too much to customers normally. But you yourself, you, you seem quite versed in magic, so I'm, I'm not too bad about talking to you. Anyway, I yes. will be leaving now. <laughs> fantastic. Have a, have a fantastic day, sir. How about you, your your little known uh, friend? He, he may, triplicated, did it not? Sorry, may I just grab your name before I go? Yes, my name is Robert Chesterlake, the greatest mage in all of Salt Harbor. Fantastic. I will remember the name. Thank you. I probably won't. That's okay, I'll remember you. Because Thank you. Just better. I'll have permanent advantage on him now. You have permanent advantage on him. <laughs> it is plus four for your rolls, though, not plus seven going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to say as I go, oh... What a pleasant shop. <laughs> as you walk out, Robert, Robert, Robert's eye just kind of slows down as you exit the door saying that. What a pleasant guy. Yes. Yes, very trustworthy. Let's go out with looks, looks down at Diggs. How about you? Can can I help you with anything at all? No. <laughs> just get out of there. Just, just scarper off as fast as you can. Yes. <laughs> just the <laughs> as as you kind of like almost levitate off the floor and run out. What a nice gnome! Just kind of looks at the ceiling for a second. Was there someone in here? Uh, who knows? So yeah, you guys are now back outside. I think I'll visit here again. <laughs> <laughs> Is there? Anything else that you guys wish to do when you're in the dark area? Or whilst you're in the dark uh, area? That's it for me. I've got my armor ready and got a new hammer. So I'm happy. So as you guys are kind of like congregating back in the center, you see Arja once again kind of like walking down towards you. Um, she's the free of Hey, so uh, I see you guys are uh, making yourself a home here, yeah? Oh, yes. Yes, I got a nice new hammer. I just like grab it just with one arm at this point. You grab it with one arm, but you can feel with one arm it's going to be difficult to swing it single-handedly. Mm. You can hold it, oh, but you're yeah. not going to be effective unless you dual wield it. Uh, if you unless you two-hand it. I was just oh, going to say, is... just added that like uh, two strength to me. Just like seems a bit lighter than I thought. It's not two strength to you. It gives you a plus two. Not? No, it gives you a plus two to your attack rolls against undead, ah, or a plus sorry. one no. to your attack roll. Sorry, I oh, meant, with uh... your with your curse, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're able to kind of like just swing it around a little bit. Sorry, that's my bad. I'd like oh, that's to nice. Sleep, sleep one off. 
Sweet. Oh, no. Like <laughs> hey, wouldn't we all, guy? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, a bit tired. I I saw the explosion that happened. Yeah, that's probably tires anyone out. I um, I wouldn't suggest that you all go up top, as uh, it's still quite raw up there. And unfortunately, I don't trust you enough to go into the into the deep, deep part of the dark area. You know where people reside. No offense to you. I'm sure you're all nice, but I can't just let you go in where people sleep. However, as I'm fairly sure you can tell from this lovely square that we've got here, is gesturing around. You ain't gonna really be cold here, and there ain't gonna be no water here. So if you just wish to just take a quick little nap in the corner until the morning, or you can wake up, head out early, and just slide into the crowds at the festival. And who knows, you might be able to find out some information for a sailor. Seems like a good idea. I'm happy with that. Mm, yeah, sounds like you, plan. And I also have a cunning idea for you two. <laughs> for us? Yes, to go about without people recognizing you. Yes, well, I happen to have here a disguise kit. And I'll just go get it. Which I think would work absolutely fantastic on you one. As in, it only really can disguise one person, but I was thinking, Dick's being the height he is, and Greg, you being the height you are, if Dick's <laughs> sort of piggybacks on top of you, <laughs> and we use the disguise kit, you could look like a giant, small, headed creature thing. They would never find, they'd never spot you. <laughs> Um, Perhaps if we uh, if we join in the carnival, that might be uh, more acceptable. And it would be very carnivaly. <laughs>Tom here. I just wanted to say a big thank you, as always, to everyone who has watched and listened to this episode. Our trio finally have their next quest to put a stop to the plans of the Court of Merkel. But, whilst their goals may align for now, can Gregor truly trust anyone related to Halfwood? The Reaper, the Maelstrom and the Thief is a homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign by Rollcast. This episode has featured JB as Dix, Coogan as Gregor the Last, Gareth Ryan as Ezador Calderos, and Tom Crabb as the DM. Intro, midpoint, and outro music were, as always, provided by JB. Editing and sound mixing was done by Tom Crabb. As always, I'd like to thank the incredible generosity of the artists that we have used for the background score and ambiences. These artists are incredibly talented and they put a lot into their pieces and it really does show. And it's even more generous that they allow smaller content creators like ourselves to use them. Full links are in the description and I definitely recommend checking them out for your ambient needs. A special thanks of course goes to Adrian Von Ziegler, Alexander Nakarada, Avery Alexander, Darren Curtis Music, Kevin McLeod, Michael Gelfie Studios and The Seventh Midnight. Ruralcast is on Facebook, X, and YouTube. You can find us on them using the handle at castthatroll. So if you've watched this one on YouTube and you like what we do, 
why not like the video and drop us a sub? It really helps with the algorithms. We've also got all of our previous episodes up in our Season 1 playlist, so if you've jumped in now, why not go back, catch up and give them a like as well. Our social media profiles have information about upcoming episodes, clips from the latest episodes, and really just us interacting with the larger D&D and podcasting communities as a whole, so why not look for us there? Again, you can find us on Facebook, X, and YouTube, all on the handle at CastThatRole. Don't want to watch, but you still want to listen? We've got your back. Look for Rollcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, GoodPod, and all other podcast platforms. Or, alternatively, add our RSS feed so you never miss an episode. Thank you again to everyone who has watched or listened to this episode. This one was more scene-setting and exposition than usual, but hey, the group finally managed to explore the dark area, something that's been teased since, well, since well before we even started recording our sessions. They can't take it too easy in there, though, with the Court on the Move and a much-requested, from Chibi, festival coming up. I can safely say that the next few episodes are... They're going to be quite wild. If you want to see how the group manages to juggle investigations and interrogations whilst avoiding the guards and enjoying the festival, then join us for episode 21, releasing on the 27th of September. Until then, though, keep safe, and we'll see you next time at the table. And you, and numerous mannequins, each sporting different sets of armour. Hello there. Damn it, I've forgotten what the French uh, accent sounds like. <laughs> Fucking hell. I was going to say, how does a Frenchman sound? Bonjour. There we go. You tried, you tried this before and it ended up German. What is this? I'm not doing a German accent for elves. I've got the Germans for someone else. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, okay. Hello? <clears throat> uh,